Starks, the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. different eyes. Yo, 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 it's Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. How you doing tonight, bud? This is going to be great, great, great. I'm, I'm so excited for this episode tonight. Yeah, man, it's going to be cool. It's loaded with lots of action and whatnots, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With, oh, my. I've been looking forward to this for a week. I, I, man, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, dude, me so too, ready. man. I've been ready, too. So what else has been happening with you this last week? We need to talk about. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to be bored with what's going on with me, man. Come on, talk to nah, me. Nah, we're good, man. We're doing the show, man. This is. This is. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing I, this. I got you, man. I got yeah. you. But last week's show was awesome, man. It was. It was. I thoroughly enjoyed it and been chomping at the bit to get in here tonight to do this. Right. And we got a packed one tonight. Um, yeah, we're gonna get David Higgy Higgins on the phone in just a moment. The Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system. We'll be cranking him up in just a moment. Yeah, we've missed him for the past couple weeks. Just schedules has been crazy, but we're gonna start the show off right with him. Yep. Then we'll get back and start talking about what's coming up on the show. So without further ado, let's try to get him on the phone right now and see what yeah. happens. See if we fly off the cuff. Let's do it. Well, we'll get the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system cranking, Danny. So talk to me while I get it going for him. <laughs> this Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone call is going to be spectacular. We uh, really enjoy having them on board with this phone system. Oh, it's time for me to stop talking. Hey, David, it's Dan from the Guitar Hero, <laughs> Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yes. How you doing, Dan, from Guitar Heroes? Yeah, Guitar Gurus, man. I'm, I'm so excited to talk to you. I've loved it, man. <laughs> so it's Higgy. We got Higgy on the phone. So, hey, man, so we missed you the past couple weeks, man, so my apologies. That's all good. So. <laughs> well, I got a... Hey, Dave, it's Dan. Dan, Dan hey, Dan, hey, how you doing? I'm good, how are you, man? It's good to talk to you Not again. Bad. Busy day, busy day. Yeah, you're you're hard working, and we appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah. So, uh, so talk to us, man. What's hot in the social media world right now? I have an idea what you might talk about, so um, tell us what's hot right now in the beat on a Tuesday evening in Southern Maryland. It, it's actually been kind of quiet quiet the past couple of weeks. Um, we have had a few things, some of the big stories we've been looking at. Um, tomorrow morning, we've got a story coming up of a midday DUI in Lexington Park. Um, fortunately, only one person was injured, minor injury. Mm. Uh, we had a couple fatalities this past week. Uh, one of them just happened in Mechanicsville last, um, sorry, Tuesday night. Um, earlier this week, the... Um, St. Mary's County Riken Knights High School based out of Leonardtown, Maryland won their fifth ice hockey championship, WCA championship and their first MAPHL championship which is the Mid-Atlantic Prep Division. Nice. They had several players that were named the first and second team honors and they had the player of the year on the team the first time that's ever happened for a Riken player. Wow, congrats to them man. Yeah, yeah so yep. Maryland's got it going on. 
Higgy on yep. the beat. Just serving it yep. up. Ice hockey. Wow. So cool. Well, what, what's happening music-wise, man? What do you know so far this week? This week coming out, this is we're getting to that time of the year right now where a lot of places, because the weather switches kind of back and forth, some weekends you might get a patio open. Um, but the next few weeks, you're going to start seeing more of those places starting to open. So we're going to get a lot more music happening during the week. Um, but coming up this weekend, we've got on Friday at Toots in Hollywood. We got three days rain. Yeah. If you if you like if you like you know that kind of all just kind of genre music, um, party music, having fun, getting out and dancing, go out and see Three Days Rain. Carly is an amazing singer. Um, you'll have a great time. Uh, over at Quaid's and Callaway on Friday night, you've got Nightcap, great duo right there, acoustic duo. And then our good friends Trilogy. They will be playing at the American Legion for the Peyton Greer Cancer Benefit Saturday at 2 o'clock. That's an acoustic set. Ooh, that's nice. And then that night, if you like to get out and about just out of the Southern Maryland area, they will be playing in Manassas at Farm Brew, which a lot of Southern Maryland artists also play at. Um, They'll be playing there at 7. And then if you like another party band, Taboo is a great party band to go listen to. They'll be playing in Virginia also at Brittany's and Woodbridge. So oh, yeah. Southern Maryland musicians do get out of just the region. So if you're you know, you're down in the Virginia area, you can still see some of your favorite bands. Great. Always excellent reporting from Higgy, man. He's always on that beat, man. I dig it. Because he doesn't sleep. He just works all the time. <laughs> I swear, man. <laughs> Pretty much. Every day when I get up in the morning, he's online already. Mm-hmm. I just yep. check to see, man, and it's like clockwork, man. He's there. And so that's real cool, man. Well, dude, we, we appreciate everything you've done for us, man. The, yep. the site looks fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, man, I love our page, man. Kudos to you, man. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, we, we really do appreciate that a lot. I mean, more, no than, problem, more, more than we can express. So I don't know what else to do except buy you a beer when I see you. <laughs> right. Exactly, man. That's exactly what we're going to do. So... Dude, we appreciate your, your reporting on the area, your scheduling of what's coming up this, this week with the bands. That's good stuff, man. And um, we will be in touch every week from now on with you, definitely. All right? All right, guys. So you're, you're part of the fam, brother. <laughs> so I, I got those pictures you sent me, so we're good, man. So I got you squared up on that. Um, All right, I appreciate it. Hey, do some digging on some social media and just read between the lines what I'm saying, man, and give me a report next week. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. All right? Okay. All right, buddy. We'll see you, Higgy. Thanks, man. All right, bye, guys. All right, right, good night, Dave. Later. That was Higgy on the beat. Hell yeah, man. He knows everything that's going on around here. Cool. So we got him out the way, man. We hooked him up and gave him first slot because we missed him the past two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I this, is a, sure. this is probably a good time to catch him. I mean, well, later, you know. I wanted everybody to hear it. So yeah. when people tune in, first segment, everybody hears Hickey. Yeah. So he's hooked up. And he hooked us up with our page. He did. And Big he designed time. it great. Looks fantastic. We love the Southern Maryland Chronicle. Yeah, man. Go Chronicle. out and check it out. If you're listening and you haven't checked, you need to get over there and check it out. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Well, we're back to show business now. So we had we had a great show last week. I was huh. thrilled with it. Everybody that came on did fantastic. It was a fantastic show. So it thanks was. to everybody last week, man. It was packed. It was packed. Packed. God, man, it was busy. I think we talked to seven people last week. 
<laughs> yeah. It was nuts. There's a reason why I it's was so exhausted many people, by the weekend. There were so many people on last week. That's why I'm damn thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, the two for Tuesday shout out list that you got to do in a while is quite long this week, man. Everybody you know, came through at the end. And man. I love the hell out of that. It's my favorite part of the show. And uh, I hope it just gets longer and longer. I will go. If it's 100 people, I'm in. Right. You know, I, I love it. You guys are really showing the support, and we're here for it. Right. We got to talk about our Ollie's appearance, the trilogy. Yes. Well, and what's cool about what I'm going to do with that is, is it's Sean's first time on in the Sean in 60 Seconds. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk to him about the show and his segment all at one time. Okay. Yeah. It up and just make it all about that. that yeah. Way it, it, it'll be longer than 60 seconds, obviously. But, right. but, but that's the whole thing. We'll talk about that all together at one time to make it all flow right yeah we're gonna shinaugurate this yeah Yeah. i'm down with that i'm all about the quips man yeah man so cool so we'll get get that done then we got the guitar of the week right right that's a fantastic fender stratocaster everybody's seen the pictures they're going crazy for it yep it's a pretty one man it's a cool one (laughs) wish i could see it yeah, <laughs> but, but you didn't keep this one. Nope, so. didn't keep this one. I wanted to though. I wanted to. Trust me. Yeah. If we wouldn't have started a world war, I would have kept it. <laughs> right. Good call. So that's what we're gonna do, and then um, we got Frankie Clark calling the show tonight. Yeah, man. Local legend, man. He's yeah. played for hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. It's insane. I think everybody who listens to this is going to know exactly who the heck that is. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, Frankie Clark. That's awesome we're getting him on the show. Yeah, man. He's been more than gracious. Yeah. With, with, when I've been communicating with him, getting him set up to come on, he's been awesome. Now, how cool with. is that? Dude, he's down to earth, man. He's a cool dude. That's the only requirement to being right anyone. It's just be cool, man. What's really cool story real quick about him, when we were at Rocktoberfest, doing the sage thing yeah um i saw him and i gave him that nod and that in the in the hand thing because we were both wrapped up doing what we had to do we had no time to talk to one another but we gave one of those we saw each other and we were like yep yeah and and that's what it stuck so right now we're gonna get to talk to him nice and it's gonna be awesome i can't wait for that cool all right and then the main event tonight oh we got dave barbie and dave Watt coming oh, on the yeah. call together. We're going to try the first ever quad D call. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be Dan and Dan talking to Dave and Dave. Wow. Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage Phone System's going to be cranking up for this one. And I know it will handle it. Right. It's going to be awesome. And then that'll round out the show. That is going to be a fantastic show. Right. And I got a special, maybe overtime surprise. Ooh. But that'll be for Saturday. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't even know what these things are. I find out. <laughs> I find out when you find out. Right. And that's tonight. <laughs> Man, I have no prep work beforehand. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We're gonna, we're gonna do it right. Well, I'm gonna give a quick shout out sure. real fast to last week's overtime guest, Tony Wolf. Great, great talking to him. Great interview. It was a great segment. Just really enjoyed it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, definitely, man. That was cool. He did yeah. great. Very cool, man. Yeah, and um, he sent me the final version of that Neil Young song. Yeah, he sent it to me too, and yeah. I listened. Oh man, he's great. Oh, I had to, I had to hit him up today and just tell him he did a excellent job. 
Yeah, I need to send that message to you, man. But I, I, was, I, I did. It's fine, man. I, sent, I, I, th- I think I put a couple hundred miles on the car today, man. Right. <laughs> I was all over the place. But yeah. I, I was in Fredericksburg. You know, that's why there's two of us. We, right. we We try to help each other pick up the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. We got a packed show. I think we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, man. Um, Get Frankie Clark on the Ollie's Bar Grill soundstage phone system. Can't wait. And see what's going on in his world. Right. Cool. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, the only show that Chuck Norris is afraid to be a guest on. We see each other through different eyes. Oh yeah, man, we're back from this break, dude. It was cool, man. How was your break? Yeah, it was a good, it was a good break, man. It was a very good break. That's I awesome. I always enjoy the break. Yeah, a little break here. Yeah, man. it's like three minutes long. I mean, long enough for us to just... No, feel like real radio jockeys. Yeah, we get a <laughs> we get a break. Yeah, run to the can, man. Yeah, I gotta hit the head, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> cool. Let's get this show on the road, man. Let's get this local legend on the phone. You can't this, wait. This guy's camping out in Calvert County, man. That's awesome. It's cool. It's Frankie Clark. Let's get him on the horn. Let's do it. Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage Phone System. We're gonna crank him up on it. Yeah. Give, it, give us some soothing tones while I get its magic going. Ooh, the soothing tones of the Ollie Soundstage phone system. I'm available for backups. So, we're going to dial this thing up. Yeah, man. There it is. It's cranking. It's ringing. Mm. Let's get them on. Hey, Frankie, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yeah, man. How's it going, Dan? Pretty good, buddy. Pretty good, man. It's finally we got you on the show, man. How you doing tonight, man? I'm feeling a little bit all right. Good. Great, man. Well, we popped a couple ollies here ourselves tonight already. So we're the feelings mutual on this side of the horn. Glad to hear it. Cool. I got my co-host, Dan Alvin, here with me. He's one of my lifelong friends, Tom. Good dude. Um, I'm going to introduce you to him. Dan, say hi to Frankie. Hey, Frankie. How you doing this evening? What's up, brother? How the hell are you? Great, man. I really appreciate your time tonight, man. Oh, man. This is great. It's great what you guys are doing, too. Thank you for that. We we really appreciate hearing that. It means a lot to us. Oh, man. That's a great thing you're doing, man. You're building a community. The community was... Believe it or not, it's already in place. I believe we just well, got them all rallied to a channel. We just, just want to be a part of it. <laughs> it's there, but you're tying it together, man. It, yeah. You know, anything like this, any any community is only as strong as what it's built around. You know what I mean? And you yeah. guys are providing a focal point for it, and that's great. Thank you, Frankie. We appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, did you see the post I put out earlier today? Promo in your spot. I did. All right. Cool. So I put that little bio out there to get our listeners, you know, a little up to speed. 
of you, but um, talk to us about it. You know, it, you know, it's one thing to read about it, but I want to hear you talk to us about it. Give us your background real quick, man. Bring us up to speed. You got a few hours, man. Well, no, no, put it- I'm, I'm old, man. I've been doing this since uh, <laughs> since the '70s. Um, well, that's you know, cool. I, I, I go back, man. Yeah, this is. I mean, and I've I've had a, a really weird and in a lot of ways like very blessed, very lucky sort of. Uh, timed out career, I guess. Um, like right from the beginning, I, uh, I, uh, when I was, I guess, 16 years old, I would, I would every day after school, um, grew up in PG County, like a, a lot of people yeah. uh, in Southern Maryland now, you know, a lot of us, that's where we started. And I, uh, every day after school, man, I had my driver's license. I had my first car. I would drive to Oxen Home Music and just hang out at the music store, a little mom and pop music store in uh, Oxen Hill, Maryland, Peachy County. And uh, I, I mean, I, that was that was just, just being around the, the older guys, old dudes, and, and these killer players. And, and uh, I, you know, I started out on a, on a, a you know, a pretty junky old uh, hagstrom and quickly realized, well, I started playing out at 16 too. I was, and I quickly realized that that, that guitar was not gonna cut it. And uh, had to, had to move up to something. So I convinced, I, I, I got a ride over to Zavarelli's music because he had more pro gear over in Virginia. And uh, the guys that took me, I didn't even really know. Uh, the one guy I knew, he was my friend. Jimmy Keller was the owner. He's long since passed away. But he drove us out, drove me out there. And there's another old guy with us, turned out to be Danny Gatton, and uh, who was... He was never Danny Gatton in capital letters back then. It was just he was just Danny, and they took me over there. And they and it was a that was like a, a little pro shop in Virginia. Got my first guitar, a Gibson SG, and uh, thing wouldn't stay in tune. So I said, "Man, can you can can you make this thing stay in tune?" And uh, Gatton says, "Yeah, yeah, come back in an hour." He had a little shop. It's called Sounds Better. Guys, go away for an hour. Hang out at Oxford Music, come back. He opens up the case, and there's like these three guys standing behind him, and they're all kind of snickering. I'm like, why are these guys, what are these guys, why are they laughing at me? And he opens the case, and he took off my Bigsby. And I was just like, I guess I looked heartbroken. But the moral of that story is, the end of the story is, they said, oh, I guess they felt bad for me by being the kid. I was probably 10 years younger than them. Come back, come back at 6 o'clock when we close, man. I'll show you how this guitar plays. Went back at six o'clock, sat in a jam circle with Danny Gatton and a bunch of other serious players. Um, and it, it was never the same after that, just because I never knew. All I knew was these guys were great and I sucked. <laughs> and But it pushed me for the first couple years of my real playing. I was being pushed by guys like, like that, like Danny Gatton and Link Ray and these guys sitting in an old barbershop in Southern Maryland just cutting heads in jam circles and it, it pushed me to practice probably a lot more than I would have otherwise so that was kind of you know a timing thing that just really worked out for me and it, 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 it that pushed me in the right direction I think that is incredible man I don't know anybody else who can even tell a story close to that, that that's it's- amazing it's pretty cool. I mean, and I didn't realize it, dude. I didn't realize it for years. I honestly didn't realize it for years. I still never. It never really 
dawned on me. Um, I walked into, uh, I'll tell you another one, I walked into Oxford Hill Music, and the, they always had the newest issue of Guitar Player on like a little magazine rack thing. And I picked up the magazine, and I don't know how old I am at this point, maybe 18, and I'm making what I think is a joke, and I'm going, look, tell me this doesn't look like Danny. <laughs> look, and they're staring at me like, you are a very special young man. I'm like, no, look, look. And I'm laughing. I think I'm making the best joke ever. Look, tell me that doesn't look like... They're like, read the cover. And I look down, and the, on the cover, it's Danny Gatton on the cover of Guitar Player Magazine. And it oh, said something... Awesome. I, the headline was something like, uh, the best guitar player you never heard of, or something right. like that. And I was like, oh. And it, that was the first even, like, you know glean that I had that oh this guy actually is oh this guy <laughs> is you know <laughs> me as a kid I've just been going like this guy is so good I'll never be as and I was right I would never be as good as him nobody else would either because you know yeah so yeah that was it was pretty amazing and that was that was just the beginning I mean I had a lot I've had a lot of weird um timing things you know a lot of guys I've gotten to jam with, meet, talk to, and just uh, kind of, uh, you know, get inside their brain, pick their brains a little bit. And it's, 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 been a, it's been a fun run, man. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> that's that's so rad, man. You just knew him as Danny, just the guy that you were just learning guitar from. Man, that's, you know what, everybody, cool. I mean, seriously, that was, that, I did, that, that's absolutely true, but I think most people there, and then that's how it was he was now i mean i know that now i guess it's it's sort of a revisionist history though because danny would man danny played you know places that were chinese restaurants during the day he would play them at night i mean he was never that's one of the reasons he never achieved the fame he was due is because he was very reticent like he would rather be working on old hot rods which I loved also, and that you know, it was rather, he'd rather do that than than go on tour in a tour bus. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to just play what he wanted to play, when he wanted to play it, how he wanted to play it, and then go home and, and work on a, 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 a you know a lead sled, a fifty Merc. That's, that's that was him. Ain't nothing wrong with that, yeah. man. I yeah. dig it. No, man. there really isn't. No, man, that's what he wanted to do. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Damn right. So what? Exactly. Uh, what was the what was the next chapter after uh, after those, those days in PG County? Yeah. What's yeah? We're a couple of PG County boys ourselves. Yep. There you go. Um, I I, I it's weird, man. Like I'll tell you. So when I, I I had this band, I had a sax player in, and uh, the band was Ashwood, which is actually it's featured in that new book, the Rockin' the Potomac, I think it's called. Um. I, I think that's what the book's called. I should know that. I'm sorry, I don't. Um, but uh, somebody sent me a, a, a clip out of the book, and yeah, and it's that band, which is it's funny because I was, you know, I was 16, 17, 18 in that band, and um, my sax player, who played in that band for a while, his name was Phil Snydero. This cat went on to New York. He played with everybody, and again, I had no idea. This is another example. Here you go. So. A few years after that, I, I had another sax player in some band that I had. And I, and I said to the guy, we were playing some, I think, you know, probably a Chicago tune. I said, well, can't you just play 
um, the two horn parts, like in harmony, on two <laughs> saxes. And he looked at me like I was nuts. He said, no, I can't play two saxes at once in harmony. I'm like, oh. Oh, all right. He goes, nobody can. I'm like, no, the guy I had in high school could do that. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's a guy, Phil Snyder, or Jim Snydero, the guy who played in my high school rock band, would, would take two, and not two identical saxes either, like a soprano and an alto sax, and play two separate harmony parts at the same time, which apparently is really, really hard to do. But because, you know, when you're young and somebody's just, you just go like, oh, yeah. That's something people do, but apparently not. You know, I mean, and that guy, that cat's like the real deal. He's a, he's a, I guess, very, very well-known uh, sax player. So I mean, it's all along the way. There were guys, and then I worked with um, a DC band called the Raz, which was a friend of mine. His older brother was the, the front man, the singer. Well, I go out and I end up being like guitar tech uh, for the Raz, and. Within months uh, of doing that, the Raz had a, 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 a half-page article on Cream Magazine. I don't know if you remember Cream Magazine or not. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, had a half-page article, and the headline was, The Snaz That Ate Chocolate City. <laughs> and um, the Raz was actually being fought over by, we were, uh, that band was actually, had it could have had a record contract if they wanted it at that there was actually more than one record company trying to sign them which is pretty unusual killer band all just really great front man was uh, Mike Reedy uh, um, I'm sorry that's not right it was uh, uh, no is that right that is right Michael Reedy and uh, uh, DC legends in that band uh, guys who went on like Tommy Keene played guitar in that band and Bill Craig and a bunch of other guys anyway long story short I'm, I'm driving in my car and I hear Michael Reedy doing an exclusive interview on HFS and he's telling him he's decided to quit music completely and uh, to follow, pursue the visual arts because he was a painter too and that was the end of, that's how the, everybody in the Raz found out the band was done with the lead singer who owned all the material just went yep not doing it anymore oh my god yeah and, and, and I went well I'll just I'll just I'm like, that's never going to happen to me again. Now I'm going to, I'll just write all my own stuff and I'll have an original yeah. band, which I did. And that was actually the first version of Frankie and the Actions. And uh, we were part of the original circuit in DC, which was a really strong, really strong culture um, at that time. I mean, world famous, uh, literally, I mean, there have been books written about it, the DC original and punk scene where you would go, there would be a bill, I'd say the Psychedelia in Bethesda, which was right across the street from WHFS. And on that bill would be just some like killer, legendary rockabilly artist like Billy Hancock, who I was under the same management as, um, which he was also in Danny's. He was in the Fat Boys. Oh, wow. And Billy, Billy be playing, and it'd be like maybe Martha Hall and the Slicky Boys and me and Root Boy Slim and just some, I mean, just. You have hardcore punk mixed in with rockabilly, and it just didn't matter. The genre, it was genre fluid, man. It, it was so, so, so amazingly. Um, it was just a cultural explosion of diversity. It was really, really good. And that was the same time I got to open for the Ramones, like um, three times, and not on their way down or anything. I mean, they were. It was like, you know, they were <laughs> big, man. It was great, and uh, I got to open for them and. Uh, University of Maryland Grand Ballroom 
and at uh, the Bayou a couple times, and just great. Like they, they were like the salt of the earth guys. Like they didn't, they didn't go. A lot of times when you open for a national, they'll give you half the monitors, half the lights. You know? Right. <laughs> Not the Ramones, man. They gave you everything. And it really didn't matter because halfway through your set, the crowd was going to start shouting, hey, ho, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, which was fine. I would just start shouting along with them. And, uh, you know, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it was fun times, man. It was pretty amazing. That's like I said, man, I've had good timing. I've been lucky. Yeah, you have, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's an amazing way. I mean, I couldn't even imagine half the stuff you've done. Yeah, I got good stories, man. <laughs> I got good stories. And then, um, so then in the mid-80s, I guess, yeah, some, yeah, in, in the mid-80s, 86, that SG had just, man, it was, it was beat to death. It had been my only guitar up to that point. And, um, I went to, um, a guy named Gil Southworth. I don't know if you, have you ever heard of Gil? I have not. Southworth Guitars? Yep, Southworth Guitars. Yeah, I know that guy. So, so Gil was already a friend of mine. Another weird, oh man, I got, I got so many. God, sometimes I think I'm just. It sounds like I'm just telling a lies, but I swear to God, all, all <laughs> things happen. I was my girlfriend at the time. We, I heard music coming from the house next door to hers, and this is like in Tantallon and near Tantallon, right on the Potomac in Peachy County. Right. So go over to see what it is. And it's Gil Southworth, who I already know from his guitar shop, but we're not friends yet. And he's sitting there with a Les Paul and a, a Fender amp of some kind, probably, I don't know what it was, an old tweed. And I had all my gear at my girlfriend's house, but we practiced there. So I, he goes, bring your stuff over here. And we were all drinking. I, I went back over, got my old SG and my twin. I, was, I played through a Fender twin at that time drug it over there we jammed for hours and hours and hours and somewhere along the line he told me the Les Paul he had was a 59 burst Les Paul that was going to Japan the next day and we I sat there and played a 59 burst Paul like all night which for I'm, that probably doesn't mean anything to anybody other than guitars but any, every guitarist knows what that means I'm playing yeah. and that guitar actually set a record that at that time it was 60 plus thousand dollars which of course now they're you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but um, I'll, the the greatest part of that story is we both agree, and he'll tell you to this day if you ask him, he will tell you if you ever see him, ask him about the night, he'll tell you that SG destroyed that that two hundred dollar SG destroyed that fifty nine Les Paul. It was twice the guitar that thing was. That was a yeah, I still got the SG. It's a great old SG, but it's nice. it's worn worn out, really worn out for about 14 years of being the only guitar I played. So that's when I went to, I found a, a PRS. Gil told me about it. Went to his shop, and this is when PRS had just come out. It was 1986. They were brand, brand new. Nobody had seen them. Nobody had played them. I knew who the guy was. I had heard of him. Hadn't met him. Ended up finding this pearl white PRS uh, guitar with bird inlays and just fell in love with the guitar and um, bought it on the spot and it became my main guitar for like 25 years with Frankie and the Actions. Wow. I remember seeing the pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like every yeah. picture for like 25 years that's me, me and that guitar, man. That thing, it's going to get buried with me. 
Dude, nice. this is like so surreal for me, man. Let me just geek out for a second with you. Just yeah. when I started coming up in this deal, you know, we start looking and researching, and then, you know, I knew of you back then, you know? Mm-hmm. And now they get to talk to you and interview in a professional manner, man. It's just like, this is cool. Oh, and, cool, man. Yeah, That's and cool. it's just like, this is like actually really awesome, man. And just, you're just a local legend. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, the listeners are going to love this, man. This is access that they can't get anywhere, man. Yeah, this is fun. It's fun. I I hate the idea of, you know, all all my life people be like, yeah, yeah, you should write a book. I'm not writing a book. I'm still living this, man. I'm I'm still, this is still going, man. I'm not... I'll write a book right, right before I die. I'll write a book. Yeah, there's still a lot of blank pages left, man. Yeah, right now we're oh. ta- it's called we're talking story right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that that PRS, Casper ended up with. Um, I ended up going down to Paul's shop and um, um, meeting him, and, and then I started going down there a lot. And I, there was always three people there, and there was a couple of workers, but there's there was only it was a three person shop. It was. Paul Reed Smith. It was Paul Smith and a, a woman named Bonnie and um, Orky, John, whose his real name's John Ingram, who is still to this day, if you need to get a PRS worked on or fretted, that he's the man. Um, and he's the only guy who's ever touched Casper. Well, is he? He's the only one that's ever touched Casper. But I'll tell you, I had a. Those pickups in those first year PRSs are. Um, really rare uh, rare is the wrong word everything's rare gi joe is rare it's 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 not the rarity that matters. it's they change them after the first year they um the uh they uh, i don't want to get too technical here but they 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 change two of the pole pieces to um from to magnetic slugs uh which made them less shrill and um they were really made to work on an all mahogany guitar originally and the first PRSs were all mahogany they didn't have fancy tops they were all the first the very first PRSs that they're called the NAM 20 were all standards they were 24 fret standards that means an all mahogany body mahogany neck and they had those pickups in it well Casper's the same thing and you can't find those pickups those pickups if you can find them they sell for about like some ridiculous like $1,800 a set I think the last pair sold for so I had a problem with mine where every once in a while it would drop down inside the uh, the pickup ring, like the screw it back out. So I was in the middle of getting a Tommy who, Tommy Duncan's been my guitar tech, uh, I guess like 30 years he's been my tech. Um, he, just, he knows my guitars inside out, he strings, he tunes, he does, you know, he's, oh, he's, I, 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 I haven't played a gig without Tommy being my tech for probably 30 years. And wow. so Tommy, knew exactly what to do he did the same thing he always does which he used a pickup uh a paper clip to just lift the pickup back up and screw it get the screw to go back in the frame well unfortunately this one time it nicked it nicked the windings and the pickup died the pickup was dead well that sent me into a panic because you can't buy that pickup so it just so happened that at the time i had an endorsement with a guy named uh i can't remember pickups out in uh, California and I, I, I went to Orky first and Orky said I'll rewind it for you but I can't fix it and uh, I went to Paul Smith I went to um, uh, down there to uh, um, there. Like, it's now it's called there what do they call it now now they actually have this customer 
service special area thing but at the time they didn't it was just artist relations and i was i was an endorser so i went down there and i talked to um james uh skitchy zimmer down there and i said i said look man and len johnson i said look can you fix this thing and they said the same thing we'll, we'll rewind it for you but we can't we can't fix it well this guy in california who i had to pick him endorsement with said i can't fix it send it to me so so i sent him like registered mail to pick up out of casper and i'm just like freaking out like oh my god <laughs> and sure enough he took he videoed the whole thing he took high def pictures as he was working on it and he sent it back and it, he had to he just unwound it until he found the break and it sounded exactly the same and he fixed it and it's like oh my god and that's it casper still has all the original you know it's original just like it was when i bought it so great guitar that guitar is my soulmate wow that's but great. now i don't even play it with with the uh the, my led zeppelin tribute it, i still play it when we do drinking the actions is going to do a, a reunion august 10th and that'll be casper you know that'll be prs through mesa and marshall but with the zeppelin band i'm playing strictly les pauls through marshall's oh yeah it's got to be genuine right Got, gotta be got, well gotta be which is you know it's where i started anyway really was my first rig was it was that sg not a, not a les paul but it, you know it was an sg and that sg sounds very les paul ish and i my first real amps were um train oars you know what train oars are oh yeah 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 and um years later see this is it's another weird thing like years later i mean every i couldn't afford marshalls i just I couldn't afford them. I wanted Marshalls, but I couldn't afford them. And um, Occidental Music had trainors, and man, they sounded like Marshalls to me, like old Marshalls, like Plexis. And that's, I mean, that's, they sounded exactly like Plexis. I was like, man, I'm gonna, so what I did is I bought two of the 50 watt trainor heads and I slaved one into the other so it acted as a, like a, um, uh, I guess a, a preamp, basically. You know, it acted as a cascading gain um, section and man that thing drove it sounded great years later you know 30 years later with the internet all of a sudden you can read about all this stuff and turns out they were they were hand wired they were the copy close copy of the marshall plexi circuit hand wired i was like i knew it sounded like that yeah. <laughs> they were they were great amps you know so yeah i'm back to that that sound you gotta you gotta fight gibson's a lot more than prs's but you know the payoff is just huge down <laughs> right i get it man that's cool man well let's talk last remains man let's go all right on. yeah yeah talk to us about this man this big hoo-ha hooray thing you got going on up there in pennsylvania yeah it's pretty cool man we um this whole thing started about you know a year and a half ago we were i i guess it's been about eight or nine years ago i got with glenn jones um which is uh, you guys know DC Star? Do you, are you? Do you know yeah. who they were? Yeah, I, re I remember DC Star. Okay, so I'm DC Star older, was so. like they were, you know, they were the deal. Like when I was, those guys, those cats were all like, you know, this is how it is, right? When I was a, when I was in high school, they were the older dudes. Well, they were only like two or three years older than me, but you know, two or three years when you're a tenth grader and they're seniors were out of high school was like it's a lifetime you know yeah right and um so I, I mean i was a huge dc star fan and their drummer was glenn jones and uh so about eight years ago nine years ago they had a um a sort of a reunion tribute thing when um when kenny died the lead singer for dc star 
passed away. And um, Dave Simmons couldn't make the gig, so they asked me to play lead guitar. So I got to be in DC Star for a night. Yay! Yeah, that's <laughs> cool, man. That is cool. That was cool, man. I was like, I'm a DC Star, man. Yeah, man. Um, it was a dream come true. So um, I had to learn all their originals and everything. So I'm on, I'm on stage playing. Is it you? Yeah. And um, but anyway, Glenn and I became really good friends from that. And Last Remains was kind of born out of that. And um, so for all those years we played we were playing you know classic rock but not not classic rock the way most of the bands at least around here seem to play it they all play the same seems like exact set list we we were playing i don't know we did intro and sweet jane off of blue Reeves rock and roll animal and we would you know i i don't know we, we try to do things that you don't hear every every day but even then it got old it got man people still wanted to hear you know sweet home alabama and we were on stage at Toots, and I play. We played "Sweet Home Alabama," and halfway through the song, my man, my my soul just began to die, and I was like, "I can't play this song anymore, ever." I looked over, and Charlie Bass was in the band with me and Glenn, and I looked over at him, and he he said, he just looked at me, and he said, "You don't." can't play that song anymore again i guess the look on my face i said i'm never playing that song again dude i said it on the mic too and um <laughs> you know we had to do some soul searching and i said we got to do something big and i've always zigged when everybody else sagged i guess you know like i, I mean i remember in 1992 when i heard nirvana i saw the saw the saw the video on like saturday night jukebox or something i showed up at practice and mike me was like look man you know, we were supposed to be learning Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. I remember that was like the hot song we were learning. And I walked in there like, you know, you got it. I'm like, I've got it, but check out this new song. I played it for him. And he was like, what? And it just sounded so different at that time. Yeah. You were like, forget it. And I said, well, the only way I'm playing Symphony of Destruction is if we, <laughs> if we do Teen Spirit. So we did both of them. And that's, you know, we, so we were like the first local cover band or whatever playing grunge and that kind of stuff this is kind of the same thing like everybody else is, has moved to like small amps or no amps and electronic drums and you know I don't know simulated everything and pods and things I don't even know about I don't know modeling you know it's all modeling look this sounds just like a look this is my plexity setting I'm just like no it's not but okay <laughs> <laughs> and I mean it's fine it sounds like it you know right. to your ears but it doesn't feel like it so long story short we just kind of agreed that we wanted to do something really big really big and that if if it, it, that if it didn't work we I was okay I'm okay with being like you know I guess pretty much done because if I can't I mean, that's what rock and roll's always been to me it's supposed to be big bigger than life huge like it's like Lemmy used to say Lemmy let me kill myself with saying, man, you know, audiences want to see an alien on stage. You're not coming to see, you know, a guy who looks like them. That That's not what you're paying for. Right. And, you know, Ooh, bands like right. Kiss really got it. You know I mean? It, it's supposed to be huge, man. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I just, man, I mean, so that's how the idea was born. And little did I know that it would be over a year of incredibly hard work for us to get to this point because, yeah, I'll just go ahead and learn everything Paige ever played. Yeah, wow, that that has been quite a journey. So, <laughs> oh, so wow, yeah, sure. so this is the big unveiling is a week, um, 
March 9th, uh, Saturday, March 9th in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And it's, uh, and even this is different, you know, instead of playing a bar or a club, it's a, it's a huge open building that's a custom motorcycle shop called Beville Bobbers. And it's, um, it's their grand opening too. Uh, a grill sergeant from Solomon's Island driving all the way up there. That's my boy, Mike Thiessen. Shout out. That's barbecue anywhere. That's cool, um, right. Mike's my boy. Mike is my boy. I got to say, he for my 50th birthday, he showed up in my backyard unannounced with a whole roasted pig on a trailer with an apple in And said, let's have lunch. <laughs> and we did, about 60 of us. Yeah, that's, but, uh, a, that's a friend right there, man. That's a friend right there. That's a real <laughs> friend. So, but he's coming up. So he's got he's man. So he's bringing his food truck up there, and we, it's man, it's it's gonna be cool because there's no, there's no, you know, there's no cover charge. There's no got a dollar, drop a dollar in the bucket. You're a lawyer, drop a hundred in. You don't have it, <laughs> don't bring it. I'll get you a beer, no matter who you are, man. This is this is gonna be just like it used to be. There's a uh, up in the same area, Pat Travers has a party every year, about 15, 10, 15 miles from where this is happening. So this is not a new thing up there. This is kind of like this happens up there from time to time. It's the idea of you just, man, it's music and love and and just everybody's welcome. And it's just how, to me, like how it was supposed, how it's supposed to be. It's turned into this weird thing where you go into this little place and they set you up in the corner and they they go dang you're too loud people can't talk over you i'm like man i don't want anybody talking over me right yeah that's (laughs) not why i learned to play guitar i'm sorry and um, you know it's just this is it's just the whole idea of everybody's part of it the audience is supposed to be part of the experience not you're not background you're you know, it's everybody's, and that's what the idea kind of is with this. So this is like three and a half hours, thirty songs, Led Zeppelin, um, just a wall of Marshalls, full-on John Bonham drum kit. Uh, I'm using, uh, I'm using, uh, I'm using three stack, three full stacks. I'm playing my main guitars with fifty-seven Les Paul, a real fifty-seven Les Paul. I got my nineteen sixty-eight double neck. I got. You know, it's 1971 Echo Plex. We've got a gong. We've got the Paiste cymbals. I've, we've got the giant amp or acoustic bass amp, like John Paul Jones used. Just trying to recreate the feel and the the sound of you know 1975. And if it's if it's a complete failure, it's a complete failure. But at least I tried, man. I just want one shot, one shot. And if it works, that's great. And if it works, then everybody there is going to be part of something really special and that's that's the hope and then you know from there we'll see where it goes we'll have product we'll have video of the event and then you know we'll go from there and see see where else we play but for one day man this is going to be a heck of a experience and i'm wishing you guys the most success with this show because i want it to go great i want everyone to enjoy it because i want it to be successful so it happens down here too yeah, I would love to come down here. I mean, that's just, yeah, you know, you know, I'll tell you, the, yeah, I mean, it just dawned on me the other day. Like, people were like, Dude, man, are you playing somewhere closer? I'm like, look, man, I told a couple friends, I said, you'll spend, you know, $300 to go see, sit in bad seats, <laughs> and you'll drive two hours away to, 
you know, the Jiffy Lube Arena or whatever, to see a band that peaked 20 years ago, man, come on, drive two hours the other direction and hang out with, with your boy, with me, come on, man. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, no. And I mean, this is, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And I'll tell you what, man, the keyboard player is, that was hilarious. I needed a bass player, so I put out an ad. I know and this you guy, did. this guy <laughs> answers the ad and says, I just moved here from Nebraska and I, I'm a classically trained uh, pianist and I, you know, and bass player. And I, I said, Oh, what, 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 you know, what kind of band were you in in Nebraska? He says, A Led Zeppelin tribute band. I, Come on, son. Right. Nice. God delivered <laughs> you I a am gift. So glad I did not answer that ad because I almost did. I almost, <laughs> I almost came and tried out. I was being encouraged by a lot of people to at least give it a shot. That's that's it, funny. It worked out better than I, I stabbed. You I know, it here. couldn't have. It was like, <laughs> man, I, I I I called Glenn and told him he thought I was pulling his leg. Right. I said, well, this guy called me. To, he said, you are so full of it. I said. Swear to God, man. Yeah, it's and weird. He man. showed up, and sure enough, and great guy, too. Fits right in, so. That right there yeah. shows you that it, you're doing something you're, you wanted, you're supposed to be doing. If the pieces yep. are falling in place. That's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. Yep, I feel the same way, man. Yeah, man, that's great. Yeah, that's cool, man. I got a question for you, Frankie. Yeah. Um, you've been on the grind for years. You've told us that already. Um, oh, yeah. Tell us what the hardest part of the work-life balance, the industry problems, you know, for the, these young guys that are coming up, man. Spout out man. some wisdom for, to them, man. You know, because, like, I'll tell you, man, when I was 24, no one could tell me nothing. I thought I knew it all. <laughs> I didn't know well, shit. You still do. So, you think you know it all. I'm asking you, know, you man, what can I expect in the next 20 years? To get me ready, man, because I'm ready man, to I, listen I, you to You know, I hesitate, I hesitate to do that because I have, I'm afraid I have a, a pessimistic view of, of what, where live music has gone and, and what it's become. Um, that's sort of what the Led Zeppelin tribute is a response to. Um, because the problem is that, and it used to be that the guitar was inter the electric guitar was interwoven into American culture, like constantly exposed. Like you, you know, the the biggest heroes in music played a, a, a guitar, and I mean, you heard it every time you turned on the radio. Every popular sitcom had their their silly. Uh, rock and roll band episodes. I mean, it was just, but not only it's not just that it's moved on from that. It's 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 what has happened is that since there there I think there are a couple of factors that have changed this dramatically. One of them is the idea that um, recording has become no longer you don't have to go somewhere to record. I, I do I do session work commercial session work and I used to have to drive to New York to do it I don't ever have to go anywhere anymore I'm sitting in my home studio right now and companies large commercial companies will send me tracks um, using Pro Tools and I do what I'm supposed to do I do my job and send them back and they have I don't know how this technology works but they have these professional Dropbox accounts that will suck gigabytes like like nothing right and um it's it's all so so that aspect's gone live 
um, a similar uh, or recorded music on the other end of recorded music a similar thing has happened where it also used to be that we relied on DJs and radio stations to sort of expose us to the best the things that they and, and they were they loved doing it like individual DJs but now that's all corporate conglomerate conglomerates and they're just they all have the same exact playlist and they play you know the computer plays what it's told to play and so we're out here in the wild and there's too much there's a glut of information there's a million bands like I dropped my solo album you know whatever it was three weeks ago you know why would anybody notice how could anybody notice I, I mean I put it out there just to put it out there but I don't expect you to do anything because it's just you know one one little blade of grass in a in a 300 acre field at this point so you've got that and then the third thing is that live music itself is the up-and-coming generation they're they're not i don't think they're they have the same appreciation um for live music that we had in the sense of um you know it used to be that someone would play a solo and the audience would applaud um if it was even hinted at that someone was using a backing track they were oh they were uh you know shunned uh and now everybody uses backing tracks um solo what's that um guitar is a secondary instrument it's used for texture now I, I think the guitar is now to popular music what like i don't know the saxophone was to popular music in the 60s something that you put in here and there to add texture but not the main focus anymore so i would say for up and coming people i think you've got to really blaze your own path man because they don't have the same sort of um surrounding and supporting culture that we had growing up where man you know what i was doing was the same thing everybody was doing originally i just i got lucky with some some timing and some people and fell in with good musicians and certainly the idea of having the same lineup basically for 25 years in a popular band is like pretty rare so i got real lucky on a lot of fronts but man i would say that's the one thing is if you're gonna if you're gonna do it make sure you're with guys who like share the same level of heart and interest that you have guys who are going to grow with you guys who you're not you know and you need a little man i mean everybody know uh, ask anybody from frank and the actions or anybody who was ever around that band mike and i mike Mead and i were you know man we were tyler and perry or jagger and richards we we loved each other and we hated each other and still do he knows that so this isn't going to be surprising right. <laughs> but you know that's that's a lot of times that's where you get real spark that's where you get the real deal is is when you have you know two guys who are uh willing to sort of uh, butt heads end up with a product or a, it's not a product at that point it's a it's a creation you know it's a creative endeavor and pursuit i'll tell you one thing the one thing i'd say is don't don't play for nothing and i, I hear these guys who say I do this for nothing. Don't no. Don't don't do that. Don't cheapen yourself, man. If you're if you're a professional musician, if you're going out there and you're lugging your stuff, you deserve to get paid. That's yeah. the one thing that I hear that really bothers me because, man, even up and coming, man, you, you know you need you need to get paid for what you're doing. That's that's sort of an attitude that I think hurts the industry. They think they think they're being you know pure artists, and it's like no, you know, 
Come on now. I mean, it's cool to play benefits or whatever, but, you know, I guess place value on yourself and on the music and on everything you're doing. Well said. You know what I mean? Well yeah, said. Exactly, man. That is I mean, a, uh, no truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> I, I think the hardest thing for any kind of musician or band is, is the marketing and the salesmanship of said band or, or act. You it know, is hard. You got to be a salesman. <laughs> You, you know, you're selling yourself. Yeah. You're right. You're not wrong. I mean, yeah. and that's, and I think that goes against. I think that probably goes against most of our natural inclinations because, you know, I, 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 I'm Dan and I have even mentioned this to Joe. But I mean, we're all probably pretty insecure at our roots, where, you know, we're so happy that somebody's willing to wait. You'll let me play for you like that way. It's like. But you know we have to force ourselves not to, um, not to look at ourselves that way. Like you put in hours and hours and right. way too many dollars and, and way too much time and effort. And you know when other guys were were playing whatever sports or, or partying or whatever they were doing, you you know instead you were home practicing guitar and working and working and working. Man, right. you know that that should count for something. That's 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 not nothing, and that's not. It, they're not letting you play for them. You're, you're, you know, they, they should appreciate the fact that you're willing to play for them, you know, and I'm not trying to be egotistical about it, but, you know, we all have value, you know, and, and, and I just think artists have a tendency to, to, um, I don't know, cheapen themselves to, to, to not see themselves with as much value as, as, as they have, you know, I see guys out here, they're, great players or you know there's a or, you know and they're like yeah, I'm all right you know I mean I'll tell you a guy there's a guy named Ronnie Rhodes in Pennsylvania he's a good friend of mine dude that cat can blow away most national players I mean he is just a smoking player and I and yet you know it, he's not a household name but man he's good you know there's a lot of guys around here like that we have this movement in Southern Maryland of these these young uh, country influenced guys and and that's cool they're playing original you know a lot of original country influence kind of stuff and that's I dig that um, you know I, I, I wish we'd see more of that on the rock side it just seems like most of the rock bands you go see are you know they're I don't know man I don't, although that's not all their fault because there's not a lot of new rock music coming out that's really that's what was the last good rock <laughs> rock album Oh. In your guys' opinion, what was the last? What was the last album hey. that came out that you put on and you went, "Man, this is a great guitar rock album." <laughs> now, uh, usually we ask the questions. Oh, around I'll here. answer this one real quick. <laughs> I'll answer this one real quick. Um, the last Mega Mega Death album, Dystopia, is on time, dude. Okay, I love that. There you thing. go. That thing there you is go. rocking, dude. That's what I'm jamming, man. I love that stuff. That 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 is. That, I think that I was. I would say for me, it was Buck Cherry. Wow! Oh, wow! That's going back right now. Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's going back. A, yeah. But that's a great album, dude. That big Les Paul sound all over, huge hits, and it was all over the radio. But I don't know, man. Doesn't it feel like you're like? I just feel like for a long time I was waiting for the next big thing. Yeah. In rock, and it it just kind of never happened. It just kind of because you know you had those you had those you know whatever you had hair metal you had and then you had. Uh, well, you had new wave, you know, and then you had hair metal, and then you had grunge, mm-hmm. and then you had 
I guess, new metal and Limp Bizkit and all those cats. And yet, I was like, all right, what's coming next? What's coming? And nothing did. And it was just like, oh, what happened? And that sort of, that sort of sounded the death knell yeah. um, for bands like Frankie and the Actions, who we relied on. You know, we morphed along with, you know, whatever was, whatever was happening, we would grab it and, and just and make it our own. And, and sort of filter it through our sensibilities and, and put it back out on stage, usually heavier than what the original recordings were. As a matter of fact, I didn't even realize like how much we would change them until I would hear the actual original recording. Like one, what was that song? If you could only see, right, like, right. Like we did that tune, and, and, and I hadn't heard it in like a couple of years, and it came on the radio. And I was like, oh, I I didn't even realize how much we had changed it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the opposite of what we do and although that's not true even in Ze even with the zeppelin stuff i i've noticed that when i compare um like my tone and my i have a more aggressive approach although page's playing makes perfect sense to me because i grew up copying his riffs um you know as opposed like some guys um mimic like um jimmy hendrix or whoever for me it was always the two guys were jimmy page and johnny winter those are the two guys. Wow. And, and so everything Page plays just makes, almost everything he plays makes perfect sense to me. Like he has these weird little um, tendencies to where where other people would put a full step in a, in a, in a pentatonic scale. He'll do this, he'll, he'll do these little half steps that just, to me, it always makes sense until you get to a song like Song Remains the Same, which takes me, took me like eight months to friggin' learn right <laughs> they, they were they were my first favorite band ever when i was a kid i mean that was my first love i still love i jammed them the whole way here tonight for this interview yeah man. i still love them you, so much and it and, still holds up i mean that's the thing it's like it's always gonna hold up i think it will always hold up you're right and i've become convinced that it's not because it's not because i'm old and they're old it's not that it's no once you really dissect their music, like I've been doing for the last year and a half, when you really, really take it apart, you discover a lot of intricate little details that casual listening doesn't rip. You know you like it, and you know it still holds up, but I, I can kind of tell you, like, why. It has to do with, I mean, they did, like, phenomenal stuff. Like, the, they would have the guitar playing one time signature while the drums played another time signature, and then it resolves after 16 bars. And your ears just, it's not just a four, 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 four. And, right. you know, alternate tunings, weird tunings, um, just Jimmy Page's like mastery at overdubbing, which is why we have two guitars instead of one. If, you, if you're doing a yeah. Zepp tribute band and you only have one guitar, I guess you're not imitating Zepp Zeppelin Zeppelin Live, but I don't really, <laughs> Zeppelin Live was not, <laughs> you know, it wasn't always very, uh, good you know yeah, i'm glad you said that because we used to back when i was growing up we always had this joke like they were the greatest band except for live <laughs> well yeah i mean i saw them i think five times live and 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 Lucky i remember you. really specifically at the capitol center in 77 it was a two and a half hour show the ticket all it's on was an evening with led zeppelin mm -hmm. and i remember i was it happened i think out of the five concerts the only one that i was relatively lucid at um <laughs> and i was really i was hell-bent on really really paying attention because i had good seats and when it was over i said 
you know, I just saw it was a two and a half hour show, and I just saw two hours and fifteen minutes of garbage. But the fifteen minutes, the other fifteen minutes were absolute genius that nobody else could do. Yeah. And I mean, that was just kind of Zep live and just sort of, you know, that's why the bootlegs are so interesting to listen to. And oh, to, yeah. and to now, you know, I've become kind of a connoisseur <laughs> of those two. I'll tell you the best, the best live show, if you can find it, is March 1975, Seattle, Washington. And a dear friend of mine was, was at that show and he actually sent me he did not hit it and record it, but he found the recording. He sent it to me. He said, I'm telling you, this is the best they ever played live. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. That concert is phenomenal. Start to that they actually had an on night. You know, the, the, the drugs weren't kicking in. Something they were they were or they were kicking in just right. Whatever it was, <laughs> they were on fire that night. I believe that. I have a I have a vinyl bootleg at home of uh February I think uh February twenty third. 1975, day before Physical Graffiti came out, released. Yeah. Show in Canada, and it sounded awesome. If you ever believe wanna, it or not, I know that show. It, and yes, you're right. It does. Yeah. That's, if you ever want to hear it, I'll bring it over. That's their play best it, period, right in there. Yeah. And, I, and you're right. It's right, right around, right. It's right around Physical Graffiti. It's, it's like sort of the, 1975, the first half of 75, like the first three or four months of 1975 they were really hitting it man they were hot but it's the only time out of their whole career where you can find that that every show or at least most of the shows they're really on i don't know you know i have you know i'm not even going to speculate as to why or why not other time but man it is absolutely true that that is you get you listen to 77 shows and it's a they're all train wrecks. It's just wow. <laughs> you know, it's hard to defend. Hard to defend them when somebody listen. Well, I heard this live. And I'm right. like, oh well. <laughs> it, it blows me away that to this day we're still talking about a band like those days. They were still in their twenties. They were still what? They were still in their twenties. Yeah, you're yeah. right. How that blows my mind to this day. Still, we still well, talk you know, about a band that was that I, good in their twenties. Think, think about the four guys, man. You know, I mean, think about like them. They're not just mastery of the instrument, but the idea of you know what they were able to conceive of and bounce, you know, together as a unit. And it's absolutely them, you know, together as a unit. Because Plant without Page is not the, it's not the same thing. No, Page without Plant. I mean, I mean, no. you've seen them do <laughs> other stuff, and it was, you know, Jimmy Page with the Black Crows is cool, but it, Great. it's it's nowhere near the same sort of. And that's yeah. that's sort of what I meant when I talked about you know the idea of of needing some sort of I guess friction or, or whatever it is whatever that magic potion is that happens yeah. the chemistry between I mean they were magical man that was <laughs> John <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> John Paul Jones was phenomenal and Paige is you know you'll hear players say he's so sloppy it's not sloppiness it's it's this sort of because um, I mean obviously if you listen to his studio work where he I mean he played on a million records oh, other yeah. people's Absolutely. records he can play super clean like it's deliberate that sort of yep. I, I don't know I don't know what, word, what would you call it it's not sloppy it's sort of I don't know it's 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 just a it's, relaxed it's approach loose. It's, it's loose it's, you it's, know what I mean instead of it's sort of the same way Robert Plant sang like like you don't hit everything on the beat and clean and perfect because no. that's 
it takes not the, the soul point. out of it. Yeah, it's got to have some realistic soul to it. You can't just yeah, be exactly. a machine. You're not a I machine. Mean, listen to Bill Ward play drums for Black Sabbath. <laughs> and listen to that yeah. with some headphones on and see what you think. I mean, yeah. and yet it comes out as a whole. The product is amazing. It's just the best feeling thing ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was my first concert, by the way. My first concert was Alexandria Roller Rink, <laughs> Black Sabbath, and Humble Pie. Yeah, man. Wow. How about that for an introduction to live music? That is an amazing introduction. How cool is that? I know, I love that. I'm like, it could have been anybody, but it wasn't. <laughs> Sabbath and Humble Pie. Oh, my God. And that's the Peter Frampton Humble Pie. You know, that's like the Steve Marriott, Peter Frampton Humble Pie. Yeah, that's back Just, in the day. All right, here's one for you. Here's a trivia question for you. Who did, um, who did, uh, um, Tony Iommi play guitar for before Black Sabbath? Oh, wow. I should be able to answer this. Yeah, you're the guru of knowledge, man. Yeah, I'm the trivia guy. Good right. God. This is your department. I mean, he, he caught me off guard. Did I get you on one? I think he got me. It's, you're not going to believe it. It's Jethro Tull. Holy smokes. You know what? I did not know that. Yep. It's Jethro Tull. And there's one video recording out there. It's out there. If you go search for it, of Tony Iommi in Jethro Tull. That had to be the weirdest set of conversations <laughs> ever. Ian Anderson and Tony Iommi. Man, it makes me wonder who wrote the riff to Aqualong, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that, good call. That raises a great question. Right? <laughs> wow. I think he gave that one away and said, here you go. Hey, you can have that one. Nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Frankie. Exactly. Hey, uh, we've gone way over what your people will sign for us, man. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a talker. I apologize. I know. I'm just kind. Of, I'm trying to keep your people happy. So let's get through this last one, man. We'll get you back on in a couple months, man. I want to um get a review from your show on March 9th, too, man. I want to. Oh, not if it's bad, though. I'll then you won't that. get. No. Win, I'm lose, kidding. or draw, no, brother. We need to answer. Be, man. It's going to be. You it's going to be a you like. <laughs> March nice, man. Yeah, yeah. All, all those listeners out there, man. March, I make the drive to Gettysburg. Come see. Bring your kids. Show them what 1975 was like. Bring earplugs. Yeah. And you know, have some fun. Right. Hell yeah. All, all right, brothers. So, so it's it's our signature question, man. This is what oh, everybody okay. gets juice for. We call it best gig, worst gig. Answer in any order you like, but you got to answer both. So after okay. your decades of playing, what do you got? Okay, best gig was Ramon's Grand Ballroom, University of Maryland. Um, I was, uh, it was just, I was, I couldn't have been happier ever. That was just the for me at that time in that place. HFS had one of my songs with full rotation. Weasel and Damien were giving me airplay. The Ramones gave me full PA, and I was. Man, it was great. And and after the show, in the dressing room, I said to uh, Johnny Ramone as he walked back, I said, man, that guitar sounds great, Johnny. What kind of pickups have you got in there? And he looked down at his Travis Bean guitar he was playing. He looked down and he went, two. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> and then uh, worst gig ever. Oh, uh, man. You know, I haven't had a lot of really Bad. Oh no. Okay. Worst gig ever. I got it. Nope. Frankie and the Actions were playing. Believe it or not, a wedding. A wedding. And the they the sound company that we had hired, who I'm not gonna name. Just I don't know, man. Their truck was packed wrong, and they showed up with no. They did no board. They forgot the board. And oh, we've wow. got this high-paying wedding on the water. It, I mean, they were 
bikers with money and we're all set up and the sound there's no pa board so we had to sing through me and and uh, credit here to jeffro huffman my bass player who he figured out how to use just the uh the power amps so the mics were running directly into the it was that's all you were hearing straight microphone through power amp to the speakers no monitors oh. it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> but hey we got through the gig and you know as usual right. the crowd was none the wiser that's right god bless alcohol hey man just don't you know never that's a rule <laughs> frankie and the actions had that rule for 30 years and hammer of the gods has that rule now and there's your advice for your 24 year olds make a rule in your band no matter how bad the mistake is no matter who screwed up never ever ever give them the look the look on stage because i guarantee you man 80 percent of the crowd did not notice you yep. did but they didn't as soon as you gave them that glare on stage now they notice yep. don't do that <laughs> good call Oh, right. Frankie, all right. All Frankie, right, boys. you are so wise. You're so gracious. You're so oh, humble. Thanks, brother. You've and look, a... make sure you say hi to uh, Dave Barbie. That's my boy. You got him on tonight, right? Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to say to Dave? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell him, tell him I said, whack, 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 All right. <laughs> no, man, I love Dave to death. Yeah, he's Dave's a great dude, man. He knows that. He's a Tell him I'll see him at Cornwell's house. All right. Oh, cool. Will do, dude. Well, we All appreciate right. your time, Frankie. You're like I said, you're gracious, man, with your time. You're very humble, very uh, wise, and we love your stories. I mean, you're just a good dude, man. So thank you so much. Anytime, brothers. Anytime you want, Colin. All right, brother. Well, from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, we say good night and peace. Good night. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Wow, wow. he said at the beginning, he goes, how much time you got? Because right. I'm sure he's got about 12 weeks worth of material he could probably share with us. Man, that was an awesome call. So we should get him on every, every other month or a couple months because yeah. there's a, a plethora, a, a well of knowledge there. Uh, I got some ideas. And some just, ideas. The, just the, the advice he's given to the younger dudes. I mean, really, guys, you got to listen. This guy knows he's been through it. He's He knows what he's talking about. Good, good, call. good yeah. dude, man. That was so awesome. Cool. Well, let's take a break, regroup, and then um, get yeah. uh, get this thing get back back going. Yeah. Oh wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That was the second longest interview we've had. Right. Yep. Yeah. Guitar gurus with Dan and Dan. We'll be right back. Yeah, we're back from breaking. The show is cranking, man. We just had Frankie Clark on the phone, and oh my god, dude, that was just awesome, man. We're still, we're still reeling, man. We could have done three episodes with what with one guest, easily, and still wouldn't have got to everything. E- easily, yeah. I believe it, man. That dude, that was amazing. Man, that was cool. How cool is he? He's so down to earth. He just. He, any anything you want to know or any questions, he's all about answering. He loves it. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I felt felt like I talked to an old friend. I've known him my whole life. Hey, yeah, see, that's I mean, I have. I've known him my whole life. Because I've been a music fan now, pretty much majority of my life. Right, you've known of him your whole life. Right, right. But I mean, but now getting like I, I even said in an interview, you know, yeah. now coming back to talk to you in a professional manner like that, it was really cool. It's it, surreal. It's very cool, man. So it's just like you put like yeah, he's telling me stories I read about him. You know, it's like oh yeah, well, you know, that's cool. It's, it's real cool. It's extremely awesome, man. So we appreciated his time, his wisdom. It was, it was very awesome to get him on this show. Yeah. A big honor for us. Yeah, and it's cool. And now, you know, we're going to take it into another gear now. So it's cool. Yeah. Real cool. So before we get any further, man, let's talk about what we had to eat tonight. Man, man it let's, was awesome, dude. Let's get into this fantastic meal. Man, provided by our good buddies at Spoon's Barbecue La Plata, man. Oh, every week are we so blessed. We are so lucky, man. We really are. Yeah. Spoon's Barbecue, located in the Rosewick Shopping Center in La Plata, Maryland here. Oh, yeah, man. Beautiful, man. I mean. Got a great parking lot. <laughs> they got a great parking lot. They do, man. They do. If, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're there at the bar one night and you're getting some beverages and you want to take an Uber home, that parking lot is guru certified okay to leave your car in. Yeah, yeah, we do endorse that. Yeah, I mean, that's is, a good parking okay. lot. That's yeah. a great parking lot because no one really goes back in there and it's well lit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's legitimate. Yeah. I mean, it, that's. I mean, they picked the perfect location to have a bar at. Yeah. Because you don't you don't feel bad leaving your car there. No, not at all. Now, if you go downtown somewhere, it's a different story. Now, yeah. So, yeah. I don't we don't feel bad about leaving our car there? But you know, we do feel good about leaving there. What? With food, we feel good about leaving there with food. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, the meal we had tonight, we went, we went. It's a Korean-American Co-Am barbecue. Right. We went totally American tonight. We were just feeling the, the, the sunshine and the warm air. We were like, you know what? Spring's here already. I don't care. We're having ribs. We had rib night. Yeah, rib night. Rib night. Guru style. We had both kinds of sauces they offer on their fantastically smoked ribs. Yes. We had, this, we had the barbecue. Ooh. We had the garlic honey. Which I'm gonna say outweighed the barbecue. Even though the barbecue the barbecue's great. I you know what? I'm glad we got both because I I thoroughly enjoyed both and I and now I know if I go during the week, I'm gonna get instead of getting a full slab of one, I'm gonna get a half slab of each. Of each. And it's perfect. Yeah. It, dude, it's that's it's dude, it, it's <laughs> guru certified awesome. Yeah. It is, man. If you want a power play, a power play of a move. You get home from your day job, get settled in, dial them up, say, hey, I want a full slab of ribs, I want half barbecue, half garlic. Mm. Hook it up, separate containers, keep them separate, but that's what I want. Give me some mac and cheese, green beans. It's a home run. And yeah. get cornbread. Cornbread. Oh, man, dude. That cornbread is amazing. Oh, man. Bottom line. So we had the... You know, and a few times we've had the, the green beans and the mac and cheese because those two items have, are so consistent. They're going to be good every time. Yeah. Every time you get them. Yeah. Uh, tonight we also had the fusion salt tacos. Yep. Which. That's, that's another fantastic oh, item, man. They got oh It's God. all up and down the menu, yeah. man. If you're not a big guy like me and you just need a good something. Those three tacos that come with the app, what they call an appetizer. 
could actually be a meal for people who don't go crazy like I do because I love food and I will eat all the good food in the world. But that is a generous appetizer. Oh, right. It's I a mean, three really. pack of tacos. It, it could it could fill you up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good, meant to share, good. which you know I'm not real big on, but right. Your own, man. We're here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, you got homemade kimchi and crunchy dry slaw. Dude, think about it. Sour cream sriracha drizzled on top of it. Bad ass. I thoroughly enjoyed everything tonight, yeah. man. And the tortillas are just so soft and delicious. I, I got to say. But what did we? What do we have tonight that we haven't had yet? We had the corn fritters. Wow. That's that's the treat at the end. After you eat, you have a couple of those nicely drizzled with the powdered. Oh my god, the powdered sugar. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I can't even believe we're doing this show. I mean, because we got to stop eating so much. We got baby. It was awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah. it, it was awesome. Yeah. I'm getting spoiled up in this camp. So I mean, we got Ollie's getting us the beers. We're popping Ollie's. They're hitting us up with the, the phone system, and then we got spoons getting us meals in here. And both both establishments are fine establishments. Unreal. Go there, check them out. And speaking of that, um, we love spoons and everything. They're awesome people. The meal was fantastic tonight. Um, yeah. So I mean, wow. you get it. You got to get over there. You got to check it out. Please go over there. I mean, Tuesdays they got Taco Tuesday. I mean, you got a you got two two dollar and fifty chicken. Tacos and three dollar margaritas on Tuesday. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. Wednesday's a team trivia, which we've done and we're gonna do again soon. Perfect. Right. So much fun. You gotta get there early or else it gets back quick. Yep. Thursday's kids night. You can even bring the kids out. The kids eat free with a purchase of an adult entree. You buy a meal and your kid eats for free. Where else can you go and do that? Nowhere. With with good quality food. Right? Yeah. You're yep. not feeding your kid chicken nuggets. You're giving them, you know. They're, they're begging you to come check them out. Yeah. And, and, and that's the best courteous way you can get possible. Right. It's you come, I'll you pay for you, and I'll feed your, your kid for free. Exactly. Just to check us out. And that's fantastic, That's man. a great I mean, thing, that's a man. a great value for a lot of people. They it just is. think about it. I mean, it, it really does save people money. Yep. Okay. And then Friday, get out for karaoke night. That is 9 to 1, all night, happy hour. Sunday's all day happy hour as well. So get out there, check it out. Say hello to the folks there. Be seen. Enjoy yourself. It's a great place to go. Yeah, man. Home run. It's home, home run. run. It's home a home run. run. It's cool. I went there earlier today and spent a little too much time there. So, <laughs> you know what? I, yeah, I got to do what I got to do. I got you. All right. Hey, so. I'm going to throw you a curveball real quick. No, don't do that. Come on. All right. All right. I got a bat. I'm ready to swing. All right. Cool. Um, let's knock out the two for Tuesday shout outs real quick. Wow. All right. And then we'll get, we'll get our buddy on the phone after that. So. All right. Well, if I'm going to get ready to read this huge list of people who share, I'm going to need to pop in Ollie. Nice, buddy. Nice. Wet my whistle. This is a large list. Largest list I think we've had yet. Thank you all. We appreciate it. We love you. Yeah, man. Everybody came through in that last-ditch post-effort to get the list count up. Oh, did they ever? Yeah, man, it was cool. It was coming in at, like, 5.58. It was coming in, <laughs> it was coming in hot. Yeah, people coming in from work going, oh, I need to hurry. Oh, i got to pull over so I can share. Pull over. Yeah. All right. Two for Tuesday. Shout-outs from the guitar gurus here, your friends, our friends. <laughs> 
Here we go. We've got Jerome Malsack. We got Jason Mulliken, Dave Barbie, JC Moore, David Higgy Higgins, Mark Lambert, Sally Hartog, Sean Kirkpatrick, John David, Shannon Taylor, Gloria Burnley, Chris Tondevold from Ambition Radio. We got Jerome Butler, Brent Robbins, Chris Gardner, Ty Barnes, Greg Barrick, Christine, Connie Curtin, Jim Rolls, a.k.a. Jelly, Ryan Iggy, Justin Taylor, Jesse Adams, Robbie Kidwell, Brandon Markham, and Gunny D. Thank you all for sharing. This is your Two for Tuesday shout-out brought to you by your own Dan Albadier from the Guitar Gurus. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. Can I start breathing again now? Breathe. Breathe in. Breathe Can out. I take another swig of beer? Yes. Whee. Well, we love you all. Thank you all so much for yep. your shares and your support. We love you. God, I want to just take that whole list of people and just have a barbecue. One day, dude. Let's <laughs> just day. hang out, man. One day. <laughs> just have a day, man. I hear you. Yeah. We could, maybe. Every time I see Gunny D's name, I just want to play softball and like I drink know. beer and shit. I'm waiting to hear back. <laughs> he was all hardcore about it. So. We're waiting, Gunny. I got Still my winter. glove. Still winter, man. I got my glove. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, and Hydra Effects. Special shout out to yeah. them cats. Yeah. They're doing it right for us, man. They are. They're good dudes, man. And yes, we are going to do the video games with you guys. Let's get it going on. Yeah. Let's get it going on. I jumped up in that camp. You saw it. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, and there it is. That's the controller I posted. Yeah, and why have why? And look at this thing. It's huge, man. It's perfect. I, I mean, this is. A, I mean, it's like legitimate arcade, man. Yeah, that's my Lucille. That's your Lucille. Yeah, Neekin's got his Lucille. <laughs> Dan Harja has his Lucille, <laughs> and that's the Mortal Kombat <laughs> official joystick right. jam. It's cool, man. I got that thing a couple years ago. It's rad. You know whose name I didn't see on the list this week that's been on it for the last few weeks? Who? Speaking of video games, Who? what happened to Vinny Barberino? He's talked all that mess about wanting to play video games, and he didn't even share tonight. You know what? Let's just special shout-out Vinny Barberino. Yeah, but, man. You know, just in case he shared it, we missed it. Yeah, we're, we're thinking <laughs> I'll, about I'm you. Air on we're the thinking side of, about you. Air on the side of caution. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, man, definitely. Well, cool, dude. I think it's perfect time now to transition into Sean in 60 seconds. The newest segment. Yeah, and then we can talk yeah. about our Ollie's appearance all at the same time. Yeah, let's just do all that. Yeah, man, because he was there. <laughs> he was part of it. It was really cool. Yeah, he was a big part of it. Yeah, so let's see if we can dial him up on the Ollie's Barn Grill soundstage phone system. Yeah. Off the cuff. Ooh. Yeah, give us some soothing tones while I get it cranking. Sean, you're going to answer your phone. I hope you do, because we're calling you, and we don't want to look like fools. All right, the newest segment, Sean in 60 seconds. We're going to give him 60 seconds to talk about whatever he wants. Actually, it's going to be more like five minutes. Oh, that was my chair, I swear to God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go, man. Hey, Sean, it's Dan from Guitar Guru. You ready to do your bit, buddy? Oh, I'm so ready. 
Awesome, dude. It's Sean in 60 seconds. Dan Alban, we got him on the horn, man. What's up? Man, I'm so glad we got you on the phone. <laughs> What's going man. on, fellas? Dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> having a little tech meeting here at the rehearsal space with the oh, band. Oh, we don't want to hold you up too long. That's why you're only getting 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told the guys, uh, I mean, I got plenty of time. We're going to be here all night anyway. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sitting there on some Jack, Jack Straw IPA, so. <laughs> God damn. Can I come over after this is over? Of course. All right, man. <laughs> Y'all are always welcome. I'll message uh-huh. you later to see where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Nice. That's cool, dude. So we're going to do a little combo segment for your segment this week to start out. We're going to talk about our Ollie's appearance with your band playing and how we all came together that night, man. Does that sound cool? Yeah, man. I'm ready. I, I, dude, that night was awesome. I, I'm still buzzing from just this whole weekend. Just amazing. Yeah, you had a big one, man. Yeah, so tell us what it was like playing at Ollie's on Friday, and we'll tell you what it was like for us in the crowd. All right. Well, uh, you know, I mean, we had just gotten back from New York, so we were all a little bit tired, but we did manage to get a, na- a little bit of uh, a couple hours of nap time in. And we get up there, and, you know, we had some decent response on the event page and stuff like that, and Ollie's is sort of like a home base for a Trilogy. I mean, it definitely seems like our home bar. Anyway, every time we go there, it's always, you know, just familiar faces, a lot of friends, and just everybody comes out and, and supports us and it's just a humbling experience to say the least but uh yeah we've, from start to finish man i felt like we were just just vibing on the energy man it was just non-stop you definitely you guys definitely had the nobody could tell you you guys had just traveled no you guys had energy and it was beautiful yeah man oh, that, that means so much man thank you yeah dude so what happened with us man is like we showed up on the scene right um we pull in the parking lot. We're scoping things out. We, we see our spot where we're, we got our spot reserved. Um, Albin hops out the mobile. Gets, <laughs> gets, get, I, I put him to work. <laughs> I said, go out there and move put the cones. Put me to fucking work. Yeah, so, so Albin had to get out of the vehicle. He moved the cones. <laughs> and we pull in the spot. We get set up. We walk through the door. We see the place is packed, man. We're like, oh, damn, man. Trilogy's in the house, right? <laughs> So we get past security, we get credentialed in. That was a process, but you know, you got to do what you got to do in these days. Oh, yeah, time to give you a hard time. Yeah, you know how that is, man. Every time, the first time through the doors, you always got to earn your stripes, you know? So I was like, yeah, I'm here with this, I'm doing that. And he's like, I can get no report on this. I'm like, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes people get forgetful, but you know, we, we got credentialed in. Um, we had our table set up, they had it set aside for us. It was very awesome of them. Um, they were, they treated us like family, man. I ain't, I'm not lying. Justin and his staff just were on it, man. For us, um, the cra- yeah. the crowd seemed great. What did y'all? What did you think of the crowd? Oh man, it's always they're always so good. I mean, it, it it's not like uh, you go to a lot of ven- a lot of shows like you see a lot of bands like where the crowd is just like just hostile almost to like there's just a bunch of fights and people just getting ridiculously wrecked and stuff like that yeah, and right. i mean that's all fun i I've, I've, I'm, I've, I'm at fault for that as well however it seems <laughs> like our crowd is a little more um calm i don't know but I didn't, I didn't i don't think that there was any fights that, that night at ollie's so but it was definitely looked like you know it was it had the potential <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't see anything that would could could possibly break out but yeah. So it turned out to be a great night, man. 
and yeah, uh, just positive you, vibes everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys put it on. There was people dancing. Uh, you guys are switching instruments around, all doing all the things that just I love to see out of a band on stage. You guys handled it, and it was fantastic. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. I was kind of bummed that we didn't get to hang out and talk more. I was just. You know, busy doing work well, and whatnot. That, that, that's, <laughs> You're working, man. You're working. Yeah, we're, we're, we were both kind of working, really, if you think about it. And that's how those oh. things go. Oh, yeah. So, you know, but that's how, you know, but it was just cool. Everybody had their job to do, and y'all just handled it beautifully, man. The sound was great, man. Icky had y'all dialed in, man. That After the first song, man, I could hear him adjusting during the first song, and I was like, oh, it's coming. It's coming, right? Before the first song was over, he had it dialed in, man. I was happy. Well, yeah, we actually have a pretty good, decent setup there. Um, we use uh, QSC Touch Mix for our in-ear mixers, and then uh, he runs the uh, front of house mix off of a Behringer X32 console. Right. And he's done that a couple times in that room. And, I mean, obviously the trick to, the, to getting a good, decent quality sound for a whole band in that room is obviously using the drum shield. But with the X32 and these new digital consoles, you can save your templates or save venues, basically. And so we were basically just starting from the last mix that he had in there. Right, right. Dude, I love how that technology's come forward, man. Saves you all that legwork of just the, the nuts and bolts of everything, man. It's really cool. Right. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, I mean, I was there when the, in the analog phase when I was a kid, but I, I couldn't imagine trying to do all the stuff these the digital boards are doing right now. I mean, we would, we, we would need three or four more vans in order to do all the stuff we're doing right now. Right. I know, man. It's insane. It really is, man, how, how compact the whole systems are now. That's great, man. So, so, yeah, that's one thing that we try to do is just take advantage of all this new technology and try to incorporate it into all sorts of different styles of music and blend it all into into one unified, just awesome sound. Right. right. Dude, well, my hat's off to you guys, man. For, for what we saw, for what I stayed for, man, it was fantastic. It was cool. Yeah, it was great, man. <laughs> well, thank you. I can't thank you guys enough, man. Um, I also got a chance to listen to some more of your uh, your stage album, man. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm going to have to add that. Do you have that on uh, Spotify or iTunes stuff like that yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, let me know when you get it on there so I can put it on my playlist. Right. I know. It's just, Once you put it out there, you never get it back. So I don't know what I want to do yet. I just all I right. give it to all my friends. I'm like, here, enjoy it, dude. Here's the here's the file. You know, I if it makes it to Spotify one day, it will. If not, it's whatever, dude. I'm cool with it. <laughs> well, I think it was uh, wasn't it uh, Greg Barrick who had mentioned uh, the TuneCore right uh, system. So I mean, when you're ready, just check that stuff out. I used that for my uh, EP back in high school, and it's <laughs> definitely the way to go. Yeah, man. I gotta get I gotta get moving on that. So that's cool. So, hey, uh, well, we got you, man. What kind of what, what video games did you play? Any, if, if any, over the weekend? Anything? Yeah. So, um, I'm obsessed right now with a game called Rocket League, which is basically the combination of soccer, uh, anti gravity things, and uh, rocket cars, all, right. all in one game. Cool. <laughs> but uh, I actually had a neat story that I had to I have to tell you guys. So, oh, all right, cool. World of Warcraft was like my heroine for like nine years. Right. <laughs> and uh, apparently, we found out this after after I met Aaron and Jason, uh, the, guitar, the guitar player and keyboard player from the band. 
right? Apparently, we used to play on the same realm or on the same server like five years before we met, and we were like raiding and doing like quests and stuff together online. Oh my god, that's so cool! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Right, <laughs> it's like clandestine. Yeah, what was your handle? Yeah. Did you have a, a pseudo handle like you went by whatever it was? Yeah, what was your World of Warcraft ID, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, my character's name was uh, Riot Bringer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to use such an old phrase like, what was your handle? <laughs> I see. <laughs> he didn't understand what I, what I meant. I'm old as shit, man. So. Oh no! I mean, nowadays it's just acronyms. What's your UN? Yeah, I don't know. What, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Lord, uh, Sean, you are awesome, dude. You're awesome, man. Oh man, I appreciate you guys. You guys are fucking. You guys are freaking awesome, man. It's. Yeah, I, I'm just so happy to be able to do this every week. And I mean, I got to, like I said, I, I know you guys are probably pressed for time today, so I was trying to keep it short. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're about thirty minutes behind tonight, I think. Yeah, hey, real <laughs> yeah, quick, there, we're supposed to go live on Facebook in a little while. I was going to do that after the uh, after the interview. I mean, we got plenty of time, so I wasn't really worried about it. Now I'm sitting there waiting, like, all right, all right. Yeah. maybe we should go live now. All right. <laughs> I didn't want to do it while we were. Then we ended up having to do the interview. You know. Cool, I got you. Well, well real quick, dude, thirty seconds. Uh, where's Trilogy playing this weekend? Alright, so uh, Hannah's got a family friend of hers who their uh, son is actually suffering from a very rare type of cancer, so there's a benefit going on where Hannah and Aaron will be playing. Um, it's called the Peyton Greer Cancer Benefit. Uh, I can't write for the venue right off the bat right now, but uh, if you look it up on, on the events, you'll be able to find it. Sure. And then right after that, we're heading down to uh, Farm Brew Live in Manassas, Virginia to oh, play wow. at the Two Silos Brewery. Cool. Okay, that's awesome. Well, I think that benefits at the American Legion in Hughesville, I believe. If I yeah. saw that correctly today, I did see that. It yeah. is the American Legion. So far, oh, okay, yeah, Farm I think that's Brew, actually that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Farm Brew was mentioned earlier about. Um, so there's a lot of local Southern Maryland bands playing that usually play Farm Brew every year, right? This yeah, the, the venue. I, I mean, apparently it's been around for a while, but I, I don't. We've only been there one time. Cool. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Uh, the sound guy there—I can't remember what his name is—but he used to play. He used to be the sound guy for uh, Burnt Sienna and um, High Jinks, as well as uh, Mr. Green Jeans and a bunch of these other Rick Green bands that used to tour the whole East Coast. Wow! Wow! Yeah, man. He's got some stories, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're running a um, they're running a Midas uh, sixteen con- sixteen channel console there with uh, RCF speakers, and, and the sound is just awesome, man. The guy the guy knows exactly what he's doing. Nice. Well, enjoy, enjoy the hell out of your weekend, man. Get out there and rock, man. We appreciate you being on this show. Right. As oh, always. So happy to be here, man. Cool. Yeah, this is like your inaugural uh, episode. So, you know, once we get once we get the groove going, it'll be like there'll be a promo for you. You'll come in. You'll come in. Blah 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 blah. And you'll be out like a robbery. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to writing. Hell yeah. There it is. Good deal, dude. Well, dude, it's Sean in 60 Seconds. We appreciate your time this week. We'll check in with you next week, man. We appreciate you, man, from the Guitar Gurus. We'll check on you, man. Later. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good night. All right, man. See you. See you. We'll get that. Cool. Yeah, hell yeah. We'll get, we'll get that into a groove. 
to where it's going to be like, pew, pew. Cool. people are going to be like, oh my God, Sean's coming on. We got to hear what he's got to say. Right. That's cool. We got to all the points that we needed. Yeah. That's cool, man. Got some good shows for Trilogy this weekend. Cool. Well, dude, let's just get going on and let's get the Dynamic Daves on, oh, man. Oh, man. I really got to pee real quick oh, before right. we do that. Cool. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll do it. Like a two second break. All right, cool. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. <laughs> nice. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the Guitar Gurus. We see each other through different eyes. Oh yeah, man, we're back, man. This night's action packed, man. It is so Dude. packed. This is going good, man. What we're going to do is, man, we're going to get Dave and Dave on the horn on the Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage phone system. Do our deal with them, and then we'll get, and then we're gonna do the guitar of the week. All right. And then we'll close it out. Yeah. And we'll see what's up. All that's right. That's right, man. Cool. So that's that's first off. Th- th- this is a complicated call, so I got to program the Ollie's Bond Grill soundstage phone system first. We're gonna get uh, Mr. Dave Barbie on the phone. Then we'll connect to Watts. This is the first. Yeah. So, and the appropriate titled song is all going on right now. It's called Gypsy. So we're going to use some technology and some voodoo gypsy magic yeah. and make this happen. So it's cool. So provide us with some soothing tones, Mr. Alden. Oh, yeah. Get this going. Ooh, we're going to get the Daves on the phone. Do, 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 do. I don't have soothing tones. Ooh, here we go. It's ringing. It's that's ringing. a good, that's this a soothing Barbie, tone. Barbie. Let's see what happens, dude. It's ringing. Hello. Dave Barbie, it's Dan Harson from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yeah, man. Dude, you are on the air. I'm in my studio. We are live. We might be running behind, but dude, we are here with you now, man. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, man. Right on. Cool. So I got Dan Alvin here. Dan Alvin, say hi to Mr. Dave Barbie. Hello, Dave Barbie. How hey, are Danny. You? What's happening, buddy? Good, man. You doing all right? Yeah, man. It's Frankie finally done. <laughs> did, you, did you have to cut him off? Is he still telling stories, man? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> That's he great. was talking some good story, man. I'll bet, man. He's awesome. Love Frankie. He wanted me to tell you waka 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 or whatever. I can't remember now. Some waza waza waza. You, you probably know what I'm talking about. So yeah. Dave Barbie, thank you for your time, man. Absolutely. Thanks for doing this, guys. I really appreciate what you guys are doing for the uh, local music community. It's thank awesome. You. Yeah, man, this is real cool. So, um, like I said, this is the first time we're doing a double call like this. So, okay. um, you're going to be on air with us while we get the Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage phone system cranking to add the second Dave to the call. Are we going to wake up Dave Watts? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> he might have fell asleep. We've been so behind. So We'll see. He we'll might, see. He might still Let's be give it laying, a shot, right? He might still be laying in that coffin. I don't know. Yeah. This, <laughs> you might see. just get snoring. <laughs> well, as, as we get him dialed in here. Oh, look oh, at that. Look, it's ringing. It's ringing. Let's see what happened. This is crazy. This wow. Is crazy. 
Mm, hello. Dave Watts, it's Dan Harsha from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yes, sir. Oh, right. wow, we're here live. Dan Alvin, say hi to Dave Watts. What's up, Dave Watts? Buenos nachos. Buenos nachos, mi amigo. Cool. Um, let's see if we can merge these calls together. We're going to try right now. This is the first on this show, so you guys are putting up. You're, you're putting there we go. Hey, Dave Barbie, you there, buddy? Yeah, man. Hey, Dave Watts, can you hear Barbie? Unfortunately. All right. <laughs> it's a success. It's a success. Wake up, watch. <laughs> this is awesome, dude. Guys, like I said, um, that since we got four people on the phone, just be conscious of talking over top of one another because <laughs> it's going to get exciting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so th- we're calling this the quad, the round table of the quad D's. We got Dan and Dan talking to Dave and Dave. Crazy. Awesome. So this is cool. So, um, we'll start with Mr. Barbie first. Um, give us your quick little bio, man. You know, tell us, you know, get us familiar with you real quick. I'm a local guy. Grew up, um, Waldorf playing guitar with Dave Watts. Dave and I started playing together probably 15 years old. Um, and we started a band and played together probably up until about 1990, I guess. I moved out west for a while, played in a couple groups in Phoenix area and Seattle area, and then moved back about 10 years ago and started the band back up with Dave Cornwell, Jerry Jarman, and Dave Watts. Oh, wow. And um, the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Real exciting stuff. Yeah, it's a barn burner. (laughs) What do you got, Watts? Same thing, except I didn't move out west. (laughs) I I moved down south. I love the cliff. Near like uh, Bud's Creek. Oh, that's that's real far down, man. That's RFT. (laughs) Bud's Creek, yeah. Is this thing on? (laughs) It's on. I can hear you fine, Watts. Yeah, man, I hear you great. This is cool. Hey, we're. Where are you guys at, Dan? Where are you located? I'm just outside. I'm actually in Waldorf in Forest Park. If you wow. knew, if you knew where old um, McDermott lived that used to run Hot Licks, I live like probably a stone's throw from his old man's house. Right, uh, in, that, right in that area. Uh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. And then um, Mr. Albans in White Plains. Yeah, I I'm, still have a Hot Licks gift card I can't use. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> throw that away. You man, might as well gone. have that for an ice scraper when the, for the frost in the morning, brother. That's about as worthless. That's about as all that I use it to break. I use it to break into my house when I can't find my key. <laughs> now, I've had, I've had Mr. Barbie jamming on my carport once, man. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I heard y'all that's right. buddies. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't scare the neighbors too bad, I hope. Nah, they don't know. We're in the woods. They don't know that we're there. That's right. You got a nice pad, man. It's awesome. So you guys, you guys are calling later than you were supposed to. Did something hold you up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, had, uh, we had Mr. Frankie Clark on earlier, and we were talking some good stories. And we just oh, let it wow. go. Yeah, man. This is going to be an epic episode. I asked them when they called me, Dave Watts. I said, is Frankie done yet? <laughs> you know, Frankie, used to use, Frankie used to use those hot legs gift cards on the front of his bicycle spokes. <laughs> there it is. That's the one. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you guys run deep back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. 
So, so Watts, what's up with the um the um case of beer on your head all the time, man? You gotta explain. Well, it's that. not all the time. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> is that your thing, though, man? You drink so much beer, you're like, look, dude, I can wear the case on the Captain Memorial Day. I think it was for it was for protection. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was. So what's the uh, what's 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 the haps with rock bottom, you guys? I mean, you guys are a pretty tight little three piece, man. I gotta say, I saw you guys a few months ago at Martinis. I enjoyed the hell out of that night, man. Thanks, thanks. So yeah, that's what happens when you play with like the same people for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same songs for a long time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you guys look so bored. I mean. <laughs> This might be a good time to give a shout out to our very patient drummer, Jerry Jarman. There you go. <laughs> great, great drummer. We're real, real honored to have him playing with us for all these years. He's a very patient man. What? Do, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? <laughs> Dealing with you two stickers. guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we're busy giving shout outs, how about that Mike Patch sound man extraordinaire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He went on to bigger and better things. Well, yeah. Back when we could afford a sound man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now we got Jerry. He's our sound man. There you go. Everybody should pull double duty in the band, man. Make them That's make right. everybody work. Save some money. But yeah, man. <laughs> so, so when you guys were coming up, man, what was the bands that were giving y'all the juice to make it, you know, to make y'all want to just do this thing? If you don't mind me asking. Local or national or what? You know, any what? influence at all? Actually, any influence. Like you, like you know, you hear a song from your favorite artist, and you're like, man, I'm gonna try to incorporate something from that style into my next song. You know, as you know, when I was coming up, I know what I was feeling. I'm just asking you. You know, you're that that young teenager mind, man. What was the stuff that was getting you juiced up to even hold a guitar? I, I was just trying to stay in tune, man. I was just trying to keep my guitar in tune. It, that was always such a struggle for me. Mm. <laughs> and, and learn the songs and try to learn songs other people wrote. <laughs> it still is. And it still is. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, of course, all the big bands, Zeppelin, Stones, The Who, Hendrix. I mean, come on all. We're a little older, so uh, we go back a ways. Little feet. Little feet, you know, bands like Van Halen popped up the first couple records. Yeah, kind of blew my mind. I could never play that shit, but <laughs> I used to love listening to it, amazed by it. Yeah, we had a neighbor that had famous uncles called the Kalen Twins. Yeah. I, you you know, ever heard? You, you know, what's crazy is, is um, my aunt used to date um, one of their, I can't remember if it was Herb or Hal, but one of the, his son, Buddy, my aunt dated Buddy for years. I know him. I know them both. Well, I know them both. That's, both that's a small world. Yeah, they. Pa- I think they're both passed on by now, if I'm not mistaken, man. I can't remember, but I know one of them at least is definitely passed on. But no, they were cool people to talk to. I actually got to jam with them a couple times. No, they actually could sing real good too, you know. Oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah, they had a hit in the fifties, right? Yeah. Was that when? Yeah. The song was when, right? Yeah, you know what was real cool is um, 
he would tell me stories about when they would be touring in Tasmania, down under in Australia, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we were there. <laughs> they, they were they were all over the world, man. It's crazy. You devil. Well, they they were hot, and then uh, and then the Beatles came out, and the Everly Brothers, and kind of knocked them off the map. Yeah, that sucks how that happens. You know, you, they're there, and then something comes along, and boom, you're you're gone. Yeah, that's that what, sucks. That's what happened to hair metal in the eighties. Well, that was a that was a damn shame. Well, who, hey, who crushed the hair metal? Who? I think Guns N' Roses did. Is Frankie still on? No, no. I think Guns N' Roses crushed the hair metal. Man. I bet he's still talking though. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, he's texting me right now. Going, hey, man, can I get back on the phone? He's doing another podcast right now as we speak. <laughs> right. You guys are a riot, man. So what's going on with Rock? What's the next show coming up for you guys? Oh, it's funny you shall ask. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Tomorrow night at Hunt's Tavern in Pomfret, Maryland. Ooh, Saturday, oh, look at March you, 7. man. See, I, see, I get this whole you know, wow, recording yeah, early good. shit. Now, see, I'm, I'm, an old, I'm an old pro, man. Now, yeah. Bar- <laughs> Barbie, Barbie, we've talked for a few months, and you kept saying, I'm no good at these things. I don't want to be on the show. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're pretty good at this, up. man. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll be playing um, Hunt's Tavern tomorrow night <laughs> with very special guests, the Gods Hate Texas, opening up the show, 8.30 p.m. Come on out, please. Whoa. You got the <laughs> Support Gods your local Texas? music. You got the Gods Hate Texas opening for Rock Bottom? Yeah, I pulled some strings, man. Man, that's a. I, I know, I know some people. Yeah. Holy shit, man! That 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 impresses me, because I've had the God Take Texas open for me before too. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll play the opening of an envelope. Those guys. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, is there two people over there? You got two of y'all in that studio? Yeah. No, there's just one of us. I thought you had a partner. Did you not do your research? Right. Oh my goodness! Do you not know what show you're on right now? <laughs> yes, he's half asleep. There's two of us. We're both named Dan. It's very confusing, but right. yes, there's two of us. Uh, you like diamond and silk, right? <laughs> Lord. All right. So March second, Hunt's yes. Tavern. We got Rock Bottom. Yeah. And the Gods Hate Texas. I mean, that is just yeah. a fantastic. And you, and I'm show. sure you guys are going to be there, right? Uh, yeah. I'm sending my hologram. Actually, um, we, we, we tried to... That's not a no. Uh, it's not a no. He sounds as sure as I do. I can only come if I can play one song with either band. Right on. No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm going to I'm gonna try to make it. I've got a lot of commitments. I'm sorry. But I'm going to try to obligate myself to every one of them. Yeah. My, my Saturday's been... March second been blown up on my calendar for quite some time, actually. Yeah, well, well you got, you I, I kind of hope thing. I'm not speaking out of place here. What's up? But word on the street is it's probably one of Rock Bottom's final shows. So, whoa. Anyway, <laughs> that explains the cool promo graphic poster. Whoa. I get it now. <laughs> News flash. Yeah, it's a guitar guru's <laughs> not really. So, wow. Who, who freaking cares, right? Uh, uh, we do. Nah, we're, we we're, do. we're thinking about starting to wind it down a little bit. We might do some shows here and there, maybe some one-set stuff. But, um, 
guys are getting old, man. Man. But uh, we're going to try to make this one worth it. You got Watts is, Watts is going to bring his A game. I think Watts fell asleep. <laughs> I think we lost him. Oh, hold on. There he is. Okay. Well, you know, I see why, I see why you might be calling it. <laughs> Dude, you got a nine volt battery there, Watts. You can lick real quick. Power's <laughs> all yours, Dave Watts. I like to stick it into my eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I you know I'm I, uh, I'm sorry to hear that that there might only be a, a couple of these shows left. Right. Um, so so this, actually, you're breaking in and out. I can't really hear what you're saying. No. So. Yeah, it is kind of a bad connection, guys. But I'm trying to work with it here. Well, this is the first time we've tried to do a call like this. Yeah. Um, so just fight through it. We'll make you sound. Yeah, good. man. No problem. I hope I don't agree to do anything that I can't hear. I'm agreeing to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this property oh, we're in gonna Arizona. Do, you, you, you told them we're going to do the immigrant song, Dave. You heard it here first. Watt said he's going to do the immigrant song. Oh, wow. Right. Oh, my God. This is crazy, man. So, this is going to be an epic show at Hunts on the second. Oh, I hope I hope we haven't lost everybody at this point. No, we, man. We, hey, we like immigrants as long as they come through legally. I'm not touching it. Yep. Um, <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. Yeah. This is a non-political show. Right? I'm trying to be contemporary. Yeah. Right. That's so cool. let me ask both of you guys, what's one of your favorite songs that you do play uh, that really just still excites you? That we play in, in Rock Bottom? Sure, sure. That's the band we're talking about. Yep. You go ahead, Watts. Angel from Montgomery, John Prime. Ah, uh, you, you can't go wrong with John Prime. So, to this, how many? How long have you been playing that song? Probably like five gigs. Okay. <laughs> That's why he likes it. Right, That's so, why he still likes it. Uh, it's still fresh. Yeah. Out yet. <laughs> All right, man, you guys, I swear. We to almost God. know it. <laughs> All right, out of all the songs you've been playing for a long time, which one do you still enjoy playing? Who's this for? Me or what? Any, either one of you. You know, I like I like playing all the Zeppelin stuff, man. I, you know, Watts and I came up on that. Watts, no one sings it better than Watts. Watts plays great bass on that stuff. Jerry's an incredible drummer. He does the John Bonham drums, perfect. And I just try to hang on, and I and it's you know Zeppelin stuff. We do we sort of do like a medley at the end of our night. Yeah, a few different Zeppelin songs, and to me that's always the most fun. Yeah, I've seen that, and it is impressive. Yeah, I can't. I, we, we I, I enjoy the hell out of it. I can't you, sing that shit no more. <laughs> it's hard, man. No, man, you guys, you guys really nailed that stuff, and it is exciting, and it's just so much fun. So, I, I don't feel that Watts. I don't think Plant can either. <laughs> he might be do better. He might do better than Watts. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> He's got a, still got a few years on Watts. It's it's Robert Plant, man. <laughs> I know. I'm just having fun wrong. with you. I'm just having fun with you. Did you say Robert Plant? Yeah. Oops. There goes another Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh my God. Yeah. Good. I swear. So, so Dave Barbie, what's your favorite guitar right now, man? 
What's my favorite guitar? Yeah, you know, you know, you're a guitar player. It changes everything. Oh, it's 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 no, pretty much. I I I bought my Les Paul Standard when I was like 16 years old. I still play it to this day. Wow, that's. Really I've been cool. playing that guitar for I don't even want to do the math. Oh, a God. long time, and that's my baby. Yeah. Wow, that's still. Sweet. I, 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 I got a telly and a strat and all this other stuff that I break out sometimes but the Les Paul I go to that it's just it's like home it's, it's like, like it's every day that's your daily strummer yeah man that's the it can be right <laughs> it depends on what's on the stand next to my couch you know? ah right I got a, I got a few that I've sort of cycled through but mostly that one goes out plays the rock shows I got you that's cool it's great great guitar great guitar what about you, Watts? What's your beast right now? Well, my favorite guitar? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, whichever one I happen to have in my hand at the time. <laughs> you don't have a relationship with that one special piece? Uh, I have a, a Martin acoustic and an old Gibson J45 that, uh, yeah, they're never going to be for sale. Yeah, man, that's cool. We'll talk about them, man. You seem like you're kind of a little guarded, so they might mean something to you. What do they mean to you? I painted my bass guitar uh, <laughs> like before Christmas, and it's still wet. I love it. He's like, yeah. yeah. It looks really good. It Did looks you great. Really think... <laughs> yeah, it's really shiny. It's very shiny. Wow. It's because it's wet. It's <laughs> Jeez, I thought it was a lot of coats of lacquer. He said, no, it's still wet. <laughs> it's just wet. Good Lord. That is too funny, man. Y'all got it too much. Yeah, you know. when, when you tell me the other day, Watson, after the last show we played, you had like I, button button marks from your shirt in the back of the base. After every song, they were like I embedded. Had, I had to peel the buttons off the back of the base. It's like little round circles. <laughs> So when you took the bass off from around your neck, your like chest was like exposed because all the buttons came off. Your shirt. <laughs> all right, and he had gold buttons on his shirt. Nice and fuzz. There was fuzz on the bass. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's it's so, awesome. That's it's so funny. dangerous interviewing musicians sometimes. It really is. Hey, because... what, wait, I, I do like flat wound strings. Okay. All you bass players out there, go to flat wounds. Hey man, you, you're talking to one right here, man. So that's right. Yeah, easier, easier on the fingers. It, it it is nice, and it's got that nice that nice Motown tone where you can really just. Get... The more dead they get, the better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, like, you want to run your fingers through your hair before you play, so you can get them nice and oily uh, too. No, you got to eat fried chicken. Yeah, there it is. Because I don't have hair, so I have to eat chicken. So I used to eat. I, sometimes I'll get a Slim Jim on the way to the gig. And I'll rub <laughs> my fingers on the Slim Jim. Nice. I know. I know the tricks. That's much better than fast fret. Yeah. Fast you can't fret. eat fast fret. That's true. It's true. Yeah, flat wounds are pretty sweet, man. That's a great, great call. Hey, very shout, smart. Shout out Pragmatic. to Bunky. Shout out to Bunky Gibson, our light man, too. Oh yeah. Okay. Mike and Bucky. Bucky and Mike. <laughs> That's awesome. They do a good job. <laughs> we haven't seen these guys for like four years, by the way. Well, I'm sure they're <laughs> doing they, a good job They, they were a big help to us early on. <laughs> <laughs> they were great. They, they moved on. They are like, I'm going to go work with a different band. <laughs> <laughs> 
they moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. I want to say hi to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Is she listening right now, Dave? Hi, mom. (laughs) She's listening to the Guru podcast going, where's my shot at? (laughs) Right, right. I just had, she's like, I had to sit through that guy Frankie for three hours. Yeah. Right. You guys finally. All right, all right Dave. Dave and Dave, you can thank Frankie. She calls. For, uh, she calls Watts after the show and goes, "That guy Frankie's had a much better career at music than you have." <laughs> <laughs> How come you haven't done as well as him? Right. So you, right. Joe, you guys right now can thank Frankie for us having to cut your time short. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Say what? I'm sorry, I missed that. Now, Frankie totally cut your time short tonight. Um, oh, we, no, we I, would, I would easily give up my whole interview for Frankie. I know you he's would. A, he's, took, a, he's a badass. I love took, that guy. It took you me know, I've, I've, never worn, I've never worn Converse high tops before when I played. Wow. You, it might be Converse. Or smoke a cigarette. Well, yeah, he's got out smoking. Frankie can smoke inside. He's I know. He gets away with it everywhere. If, if I tried to do it, I'd be thrown out of the bar. That's it's called stardom, Dave. It's stardom, man. I know, I know. He's got he's got juice, man. I I just don't have it. Never All had, right. never will. Alright guys, I'm gonna say uh real quick, I know it took me a couple months of convincing Barbie to at least even talk on the show. And I'm very grateful that you did. And oh, thanks, man. it's I appreciate that beyond you could imagine. You know, you you've you've heard me begging, right? And, I'm uh, sorry. You've heard me begging to you, please come on. Oh yeah. Thank and you're you, like, Dave. no, no, no. So you're here. I'm glad you're here, Dave Watts. Glad you're here. It's good to have you guys on the show. Rock Bottom is playing Saturday night at Hunts Tavern. That's right. March second with the God's Hate Texas. You need to get your ass out there. You need to please. check out this show. It's going to be fantastic. You might not get another chance to see Rock Bottom for a long time, it's if true. ever. It's true. I think so, this is our last podcast too. Oh my God! We got the, we, dude. We got the After this, no one's going to invite us on. Right. That, that's not true. You guys are going to get offers coming. Hey, you're supposed over the phone. to ask me about my favorite gig ever. Well, we're going to get. We're, we haven't forgot that part. We're getting there. We're getting yeah, there. Yeah, there's a flow. Oh, we, the show. oh you hey. weren't cutting us off. Hey, Dave. Is Frankie, coming back on. Dave, Dave. There's a flow. There's a flow. He's done with his cigarette. There's a. Flow. <laughs> Would you guys fucking listen? <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. There's a flow to this show. We got you covered. Don't worry. <laughs> so now Can you guys get closer to the mic? Oh, I'm I'm my lips are all over it right now. Yeah, dude. It's, oh, nice. di- it's the dynamics oh, of I the dual that. call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna turn this over to Dan Harsha, and he's gonna ask okay. a signature question. And oh, this is the official part? Yes. This is it. This is the official okay, part. We've got Dave Watts, Dave Barbie on the line. And we're going to play best <laughs> nice. gig, worst gig, rock bottom style. So, guys. Is this where some big, like, music interlude is boom or something? Yeah, it'll, it'll be special. Oh, yeah. Trust oh me. nice. Nice. Um, so I'm t- Dr. Remulac. So, as the rock bottom <laughs> band is, what was the best gig in rock bottom and what was the worst gig? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Of course. Best gig has to be July 23rd, 2010, Memories Nightclub in Waldorf. I 
got married to my beautiful wife Ashley on stage between sets one and two. Wow, that's all. Awesome. That's my that's straight that's up my Southern best Maryland ever, getting married sure. in between sets. That's awesome, yep. man. Yep. Good for you guys. That's Worst cool. gig? Probably <laughs> we were playing Seabreeze. Oh, this is a long time ago. When the Duratio came up. We were playing outdoor on a stage out by the water. And this crazy ass storm blew in and we had to run for cover with all our gear. Hide in the tiki bar. It was it was insane. Wow. That's probably that's that was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. fearing for the worst with your gear like it's gonna get destroyed, you know. Oh yeah, I just grabbed my guitars and ran basically you're gonna be out with yeah. thousands of dollars it's like no one it, it was insane yeah hey, a 55 gallon barrel went airborne and hit dave cornwell's wife barbara right in the thigh what what oh yeah it gave her a huge bruise yeah it was it was bad man that could have came been, out of nowhere that could have been real bad hi barb <laughs> hi barb hey barbara i'm sorry how's that, your bruise yeah that could have been real bad I mean, geez, that's that's scary right there. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty pretty exciting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for, for Dave to point out a worse gig, man, that that's a, that's a feat. <laughs> oh, I am. There's been so many of them. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say because I'm pretty much happy with all of them. No. Yeah. Remember well. the Isaac Walton gig? No. The one where he left in an ambulance. Oh, but that's not rock bottom. That's, that's a million like, years ago, man. <laughs> That's a billion years ago. That's close to rock bottom if you gotta leave it in an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I thought we were trying to be current. <laughs> no, you can like in the last decade. <laughs> Catherine Gray was singing when that happened. Well. Oh well. Yeah. At least nobody pulled a gun out. Yep. <laughs> oh, I think there were guns, yeah. Oh my god. From what I understand there were guns. <laughs> Fellas, it was bad. I, I gotta say, I thank you guys so much for the time that you've given us, and it's very gracious of you. We appreciate it. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, if there's anything else you want to plug, now's your chance. No, I just want to say thanks, guys. I, I do really appreciate what you guys are doing with this podcast. It's it's a, it's a great idea for the community. It's it's wonderful. And thank you. Thank you for doing it. Thank you so much yeah. for that. Have a good night, gentlemen. All right. All right, Dave. Dave. All right. We'll see, we'll see you guys Saturday night. All right, man. From the guitar. Tomorrow couch. night. You say good night, I'm man. sorry. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah. I blew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I blew it. I was <laughs> trying to be so pro. That's yeah, all good. We got you covered, man. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Appreciate all right, it. All right, Dave. See you. All right, Dave. From the guitar gurus. Good night. Good night. I'll, I'll see you Saturday, Watts. Yep. He's gone. He's yeah. already asleep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Barbie. Good night. <laughs> All right, man. Later. Thanks, Later, buddy. See you. Bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness gracious, man. Lord, that was a trip right there. Dude. That was... We've never had an interview like that before that on was, this show. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> it was just... I love him, man. All right, let's dial him up and... See what happens. Fucking throw the dice. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. I dig it, well, dude. We had a dual call, man. Yeah, that's the first. That was kind of cool. Yeah.
What's up, y'all? This is Sam Grow, and you're listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. The Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, the only guys that would do a live broadcast from Dog Man. We see each other through different eyes. Wow, dude. What a night tonight's been, man. Oh, my God, man. Wow. Right. My head's spinning. It's a great night. It has been a great night. Yeah. It's just... I'm I'm lost in the sauce right now. We've had so much greatness tonight. Yeah, we really have, man. Yeah. The worlds have connected. We had guests that have all had history together, even though they weren't all on together. But here we are. Right, right, man. Um, so we got a little bit more business to do real quick. Let's do it. It's the guitar of the week. Yep. And this week we got a um, limited edition Fender Rarity Series uh, Flame Top Stratocaster. Yeah. So it's real cool, dude. It's an alder body with a flame ash top with a, a rosewood neck. The neck wow. was made out of rosewood and the fingerboard to... Um, a figured maple fingerboard. Yeah. And with the frets, man. I'm really partial cool. to the rosewood fretboard. I like them. I mean, they really, yeah, they're but, warm, man. But instead of the fretboard being rosewood, the neck was rosewood. Oh, and wow. And the fretboard was maple. So I'm sorry I missed. Yeah, it was no, reverse. It, it, yeah, I, that, that throws me off. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, hey, once again, I don't get to see these guitars, so. But that really threw me off. That's that's gotta be neat, man. Yeah, it played great. It yeah. sounded great. It was just a hot guitar. And actually, what I was gonna do is I was gonna call Chris Dean up real quick because he works at the shop and he saw that thing and he geeked out a little bit too. Oh yeah. Add a little different spin to this thing. Let's see if he'll answer the phone for the gurus. Yeah, we'll get him on the Ollie's Bar and Grill Soundstage phone system. Yeah. Yeah, we got this. You know, yeah. I bet you he'll answer because it's the gurus call. Let's see, dude. Ooh, it's ringing. This number still works. No one's hung up on us yet. Hello? Hey, Chris, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air, bud? What's up, man? Heck yeah. Oh, dude, cool, man. Well, thanks for picking up for me tonight, man. You never know when I'm going to call, right? <laughs> All right, dude. That's What's going on, guys? How are you, man? I'm doing great, man. Good. Good to I'm hear I'm walking. I just walked for the first time yesterday, so that's awesome. Hell yeah, man. Congrats on that. Right. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. But yeah, man. There's That's partially why I'm calling also is to say, man, what a, what a journey that's been, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you guys so much for helping me out. I appreciate it. It was crazy, but I'm walking again, so we're all good, man. Ready to go. Sweet. That's cool, man. Well, the other reason I've called you, man, is we're talking about the guitar of the week. Yeah, dude. The Fender Strat. Right. I figured you... Yeah, be- dude. Yeah, I figured you being at the shop this week, I wanted to hit you up on that one thing and then have you on for this segment, too, because you work there. It's kind of cool that you're a teacher, so... That, man, this, that flame top Strat, man, I've never seen one like that before, man. So that rare. Dude, it series. looks great, man. And it's, it's got the wood neck, right, on yep. the back. It's got, like, the dark wood neck, and it's got that little strip in the back. Yep. That light strip. Mm-hmm. Mm. I yeah. got it, man. Yeah, dude. Beautiful. It's so yeah, dude, good. that's the one. 
nine and a half inch radius fretboard, man, with that the maple and the rosewood, man. And it and if you look closely at the uh the fender logo on the headstock, it's laser engraved. It's not a it's not print. It's laser engraved. Yeah, dude. That's pretty awesome. That's they don't do a lot of those, do they? It, that Jazzmaster I got, that's laser engraved too. Right. There's but, but that's not all I mean that's on their limited series. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. how does it play though, man? I yeah. didn't get I didn't get a chance to play it. Oh man. I know you did. Yeah, dude, what you <laughs> need to do is there next when as soon as you go in the shop now that you're walking and you don't have any um no walking boot to deal with. You can get it I, I do actually eyes. have the boot, but I can I can do what I, without it, you know. <laughs> yeah, so go grab that puppy off the off the shelf and immediately plug it in. And then you'll see what I'm talking about, man. The playability on that thing is is, is yeah, dude. easy, easy, man. But it's awesome. Yeah, mm. it's real good, dude. Yeah, you'll see the pictures in the little video I put up with me going over the guitar and everything like that. It's real hot. It's got the five-way selector switch, like a Strat. It's got the the button in the volume pot to do all the functionalities of the electronics. It's a good piece, man. That's awesome, dude. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, man. Um, I appreciate you helping us out on that. And since you helped us out on that, man, let's talk about your next little solo show you got coming up, man, with David yeah, and dude. the Dynamos. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm opening up for David and the Dynamos, playing some acoustic tunes at Hotel Charles. Um, what's that, March? Is that March 22nd? Yeah, March 22nd. Uh, I hope you know. And, and Dan, you're playing? <laughs> yeah, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I'll, I'll be there. I think. I think I'm gonna show up for that one. You better be there, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm emceeing the event, man. I'm gonna be the hype guy for all the bands. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a good show. It's gonna be a uh, Southern Maryland Guitar Guru sponsored event, I think. With Dan, <laughs> that is awesome. With, with Dan Harsha announcing the bands and Christine opening and David Dynamo playing. <laughs> Yeah, it's great, man. We're, it's so legit. We're pushing it out there, man. And uh, if you need me to come up and do an, an acoustic song, though, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, for dude. So I can't wait for that, man. It's going to be great. So yeah, it's going to be an awesome to, show. I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And it's the day after my birthday. So The day after your birthday? Yeah. The day after Dude, my birthday. That's awesome, man. So I'll, I'll be turning 23 the next day. <laughs> and, 29 uh, once again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a great that's time, funny. and uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fantastic. So I'm glad to hear that you're moving around better. That that oh, yeah. that means a lot to us here. Uh, we've we've been watching your progress, and we want to make sure that you're you know you're going to be okay. Yeah, man. I, I really appreciate the support. I am, you know, uh, doing good. Good. On my way. Yeah. Thank, thank, so. I mean, it sucks that it's your leg, but thank God it wasn't your hands. <laughs> right. Dude, I don't yeah. know what I would have done. So, so I, I would have found a way somehow. I would have learned guitar with my toes, <laughs> probably. I got, I'm going to ask you a quick question real quick, Chris. All right. Um, what would you do different? now knowing what you know now after that <laughs> <laughs> well i i definitely uh would make different decisions that's for sure i'll leave it at that <laughs> but um i definitely don't want to go through that again that's for sure 
Yeah. So uh, how how was uh, Saturday night jamming with your old buddy David Hamner there, man? It was awesome, dude. I um, so I usually sing "Man in the Box," you know, during our set. So I was like, saw David, obviously, and I was like, dude, come sing uh, "House and Chains" with me. So we did that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, that was very gracious of you guys to do that. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, real cool. He 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 had the he looked on the. I wasn't there, of course, because everybody knows I wasn't there. They were looking for me. But the rest of your band was there. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> everybody but me showed up because I, right. you know, because I worked three fucking jobs. Oh, <laughs> so I can't I hang out that. like that. So, um, but it was really cool to see his stage persona. He like got up there and owned that that four minutes of his life right there, man. Dude, and that's what it's we about. used to jam that song all the time, though. That's like a classic jammer for us. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we were just like in the moment, like this is awesome. Yeah, that was you know, just like old times jamming. (laughs) So cool. Very cool of you guys to allow that time to happen like that. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, hopefully on the twenty second we can have some old time jamming too. That'll be a really awesome time. I think we've already talked about getting you up while we're up too. Yeah, I think we need to. I think we need to talk about that, dude. I think that'd be awesome. You're not off the hook. We'll see what we can work out. You're playing that night, whether you like it or not. So I'm definitely playing some <laughs> acoustic songs, that's for sure. Uh, and then some. So <laughs> I might have to bring my guitar. Damn. Yeah. It's going to be a who's who, man. We're going to jam it out. So <laughs> I just want to say thank you for that, man. That looked really cool. I, I really wish I could have been there and been a part of it. But um, it was nice to see those guys getting out supporting. And you guys are always awesome and gracious, and we appreciate that. So, yeah, that's all I got right now, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for the call. Do you, do you have a question? I love being on the show, dude. Do you have any questions for me right now? No Any whatever. questions for you? I want to know. Um, I haven't even seen who's like... What are you guys doing with the music and the thing lately? Is this like, I've seen David and the Dynamos, I've seen that kind of stuff. What is, you know what I'm talking about? What's going on with that? <laughs> oh, you mean the background music? I love yeah, it. the background. Yeah, um, we're basically doing everything that's non-copyrighted because that's what happened with that Guns N' Roses deal I tried to do. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome, man. But I like how it's like, you know, it's like more local stuff and all that kind of you know, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, what you're hearing on the background is the uh, basically our practice uh, rehearsal demos that we're just recording practice. So that's cool, man. Love yeah. it. So Dan's Dan's playing those, you know, for us as you know background. It's just it's it's mixed slightly, but it's you know it's just practice demos, really. Yeah, man. I totally forgot that that copyright thing had happened. That's so annoying. It yeah, I know. So it's not annoying. like I'm trying to do anything with it. Axl Rose is an asshole. But yeah, maybe it was just because you guys played Guns N' Roses. You know that they'd do it to you. Yeah, we never got flagged by playing STP or Pearl Jam or, you know, any of those guys. Alice in Chains. But as soon as we hit the GNR, it's like, oh, look out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're scoping for it, man. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I do it's it, all I good. do it my way. It's yeah, I would rather I would rather feature the local musicians in the background. Anyway. Yeah, man. Screw those I like, other guys. I like man. the plugs, man. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Absolutely. Cool. 
All right, dude. Well, dude, you've been a pro tonight, man. Thank you for uh, taking a spot-on call like this, man. It was yeah. pretty cool of you. Yeah, dude. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. We'll be in touch soon, man. All right, Chris? All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, man. All right, we can talk gurus. We say good night, man. Good night, dude. Talk to you guys soon. All right, buddy. Christine, class act, man. Yeah, man. Picking up on a dime for a guy. He he gets it. Dude. He's an old soul. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He understands, man. Just a good dude. Yeah, man. He's the kind of guy, man, that you would do anything for. Damn right. It's just how he is. You're right. Yeah. So we, we here at the Gurus really, really love that guy. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a good dude, man. He's an awesome dude. So. Been him for a while now. Yeah. Good deal. Christine, everyone. Cool. Well, dude, we've done everything, man. I'm ready to get out of here tonight. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week, man. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We say good night and goodbye. Good night.